Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash Taste. I'm your host for today, Gant. Joining me once again are the boys and we are back in the Australia studio with another Aussie guest. Do you want to introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, what's up, guys? It's Lachlan here. And uh, yeah, keen to chat with uh, the boys today. Hell yeah, yeah man. Let's go. Uh, Hell time. yeah. So for our audience who might not be familiar with your content, do you want to do a brief like introduction about what you do? Yeah. What you do in YouTube and you kind of like... Yeah, no, for sure. So been making YouTube content for 10 years now. Yeah. Um, mainly doing gaming stuff. Brief summary, started off doing Minecraft. Uh, actually first started because I really like Pokemon and there was a mod that brought Pokemon to Minecraft. So did that, it was called Pixelmon, did that for about a couple of years, then moved to just traditional Minecraft. Right. And then did Pokemon Go for a while and then Fortnite for the last five years. Right. So yeah. Hell yeah. So now that we've yeah. got our first actual Fortnite creator on Mother the- first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us, you, yeah. you are the first. Well, well, oh, let's us, go. None of us like Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. We can actually do the meme now, guys. So. <laughs> is yeah. Fortnite overrated? <laughs> is Fortnite overrated? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bit, bit loaded, bit loaded. Um, have, you, have you seen that meme? No, I haven't it's seen like, this meme. It's like these three little like 10 year old kids on the couch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah no, I have seen they're that. like leaned yeah. over and they're like, is Fortnite overrated? And it's like every podcast has that meme. Did they actually say that on the podcast or was that just the the caption underneath. I think it, it actually is the yeah. podcast. I think, so. yeah. I think that's the original caption and they just got memed but, to but I like- I think it's because how serious they're like leaned <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, damn, is it though? Like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss. <laughs> um, look, I mean, yeah, kind of. Uh, back in the day, I think it was properly rated. Now I'd say maybe a bit overrated, yeah? Right, We're right. Being serious, which I, I think we are. I think a lot of our audience isn't really familiar with Fortnite in general. Yeah. Um, is there kind of a way you can encapsulate how you uh, Fortnite worked or kind of had relation to your content and how what your relationship to Fortnite was? Nah, so it's like back when I first started the Fortnite kind of thing, we'd just come off Pokemon Go hype. And did you guys get around Pokemon Go? Oh yeah. Like- um, uh, <laughs> So um, I played Pokemon Go, yeah. but I didn't have a Every phone. Every day. <laughs> I didn't have a phone that could run Pokemon Go at the time. When did Pokemon Go come out? 2016. 2016, yeah, yeah, yeah. How old was I then? No, I- no. You were like 12. <laughs> 12. No, I, wait, no, I, I, I had a- Okay, for some reason I couldn't play it, but I felt really left out because everyone, yeah. everyone was playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I'll just play it on my PC. You've, oh, fuck you. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So then, no, okay. So then, you know, cause I was, so, I, I felt so left out that I wanted to play it and it seemed fun. Cause you know. So you were doing on. the spoofing thing. So yeah, I did the spoofing no, thing. No. And, then, and then I, you know, I was farming and I got, I was like, damn, this shit's fucking boring. <laughs> cause I'm like walking around. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, I, I was like, where do I, I was like, also, uh, at the time, I was living in Wales, right? Right, right. which is, yeah. Which, and the, the thing that I realized really quickly about Pokemon Go is that if you don't live in a place that has stuff, yeah. Pokemon Go doesn't have a lot to offer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, true, There yeah. was pretty much like two things within like, 
like 10 miles of where I lived. Yeah. I was like, this is shit. Mm. And so then I went, I spoofed on the map. I clicked London. I walked two feet and I'd gone over 10 poker stops. And I was like, this yeah. is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. London privilege once again. So anyway, I, I got banned pretty quickly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was teleporting. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going like India. All right, I'm going to Japan and get the, the <laughs> Japan exclusive Pokemon. All right, I'm going back yeah, to playing, the UK. Playing Pokemon Go in Japan was like fucking yeah, epic. I bet it was. Because because it, was like, it didn't come out until months yeah, after everyone we got, else got it. I don't know why. Australia got, got a, it first, yeah, by the way. Australia got it first. Australia got it first. We got it last. Yeah. And I'm like, what? How does that make sense? We made it. Yeah. That's- <laughs> well, it's it's, it's like the Mario movie come not not coming out in Japan yet, right? Yeah, it's right. Just, no, it's not. It's not out in Japan yet. We're Actually, getting, it's out. It's coming out tomorrow. In, in, yeah, it's coming out in a day. Or wild. So. Yeah. So for some reason, when Japan like has an IP that's global now, we get it last in and Japan. And yet, for some reason, Detective Pikachu came out first in Japan. Okay. Well, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> that okay, sense. so yeah, yeah. just make up your fucking like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at that point. Yeah, I I kind of missed the Pokemon Go craze, and I was like so salty about it because I was living in Thailand at the time. Yeah, right. Uh, and I saw all these YouTube videos about people like going to parks and having these yeah. big Pokemon Go meets up. I, so I, I was that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. Guy, I probably yeah. saw one of your like early videos because yeah. I was like, I had like this big phase where I was like, oh God, I wish that was me. Came out in Thailand and I remember I was like, yes, I'm going to go out. Yeah. Walked all these poker stops. I, I remember like going to my first poker stop. Um, it was about like 35 degree weather in, like with like 100% <laughs> humidity. And the next stop was like a 20 minute walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I start walking for about 10 minutes and I'm like, this ain't it, man. I, I, can't, I can't fucking do this. Were you, were you looking one of the first people to like, I guess, make videos on Pokemon Go? Because I, I was flicking through I your channel. Everyone was making videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but oh, I was flicking through your channel and I saw that you had a video from, I think, six years ago, which was like Pokemon Go Let's Play Part 1. And yeah. it has like 20 million views or something. Yeah, yeah. So that was, because uh, I was following the kind of project the weeks leading up being like, okay, now this is going to go crazy. Surely Pokemon yeah. out there on the phone. Um, and then it came out like on midnight and I literally was like, downloaded my phone, rang one of my mates up like out in the suburbs. I was like, you gotta come over right now, get the camera. <laughs> we're going outside in the middle of the night to catch a fucking Charmander, get here. So we were like running around catching yeah. Caterpies at 2 a.m. And that's that video. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, whoa, so yeah. you literally like first two hours filmed yeah. and then you I presumably went home and just edited it and got it up. Bang, up. And then I, I remember going to bed, waking up. I think my average views per video back then were like 100, 200k like over a week which mm. was pretty fucking good yeah, 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 yeah. especially back then and then like that video i remember I, I went to bed after grinding probably like 5 6 a.m hit post woke up and it was like on a mill mill and a half and i was like hey oh, yo okay. hey yo we talking i'm on to something yeah, here yeah, yeah. so yeah, part yeah. two was the next day i woke up hey, man, <laughs> yeah. we gotta run it back <laughs> round two let's yeah. go right now hit. Yeah. yeah no but it was like the biggest flash in the pan like yeah after a month it was dead Right, right. Because you couldn't, you get, you get your Pokemon, mm. and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The, I know they brought out the raids or yeah. the bosses, but it, it still didn't feel that engaging. But that was also like, I think it was like a year after. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I hung on for a bit because I was a bit hopium thinking it would come back. Uh, and it, it didn't. It didn't. But <laughs> I, I remember I did a couple things. So we went to Chicago for the raids, and mm. they had like the first big Pokemon Go event, and then like the servers didn't work because there was too many people. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and then we did the Yokohama Pikachu event. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I was talking to you about last night. And uh, then they launched Gen 2 and I was in Japan for that as well. But yeah. Damn. And then it was done in a year. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Right. Me. And then Fortnite came out. 
and that's how we got perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect so you're timing. up your mate, and you're like, yeah. "Come over, no. <laughs> we need to film it right now. It's coming up midnight." Uh, I had four, no, actually, the first Fortnite I filmed was a sponsored video. Oh really? Yeah, because oh. I, I remember when Fortnite came out, uh, because I was I was playing FPS games around that time, and it was kind of like it was not super big right away. Like mm, I think everyone mm. remembers Fortnite just blowing up instantly, but yeah, I it was wasn't. pretty slow. Yeah, very slow. Like uh, Pokemon Go yeah. was definitely bang. Yeah, yeah. But like Fortnite was like gradually over time because it was still PUBG, I think, running PUBG the game. Was big. Mm. Right. And then, yeah, just a couple updates came out. Then Ninja started getting these viewers going and then it definitely hit the hit the yeah because I, yeah. I was gonna ask i was like from from someone who like i played like one fortnite game and i was like yeah i think it's not really for me personally but yeah. like i've it's always been kind of an anomaly to see because like you always hear about like games blowing up mm. but i feel like the the blow up of fortnite and like the magnitude it grew to eventually was almost like unprecedented like it was mm. like, you, like at the time there was not really a game that had blown up that much like overnight why why do you think it was like why why was it fortnite that you think was like the game that just exploded and became what it is today yeah you know what you try to dissect it. i actually don't know because like yeah minecraft was would you say minecraft would minecraft was like a very gradual rise yeah 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 and then it just kind of dominated minecraft also had its like ups and downs as well it was like yeah, yeah. for a little bit and then it kind of came back yeah again, everyone thought like, minecraft was dead then it had a resurgence and it was dead again then it's like always there's always Minecraft's like the loop die. It's yeah it's, it's never gonna die it's like lego you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. like yeah it's, it'll, it'll fall off like a month or two and then it'll come back because you know the kids will always play it well. you know it's too many good mods, yeah. yeah. Even I'm thinking about going back and I thought I'd never go back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I don't know how Fortnite, like, and even like being a creator at the time, it was just kind of like, it was PUBG, but the graphics looked, for me, it was looking on a thumbnail. Like the colors looked good. It's very uh, vibrant. Yeah. yeah very you know, when you compare it to, like you said, PUBG and H1Z1, uh, like they're, they're all really kind of ugly games. Yeah, very like great. Rust. It's like an ugly, I mean, it's just ugly. It's like COD, but somehow looks worse than COD. Yeah. A lot of these games. So yeah, yeah I think it, it's definitely that as well. It's very more, it's easy to like show a kid Fortnite and be like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the then saturation. Like, yeah. like, and then you get a gun and it's a it's a gold gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a blue. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. This is all like kind of like hitting the serotonin points in your head. Yeah, like, yeah. That's true. It's, it's fun. Like even if you're not good at it, when you, when you find a purple gun, you're like, oh, it must be good. And then it's like, it sucks or something. You're yeah. Like, well, well, you know. You know, yeah. I, I feel like as, as someone who's like never actually played a single game of Fortnite. Yes, I am that person. I liked Fortnite for a while. So. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. What seasons? Oh fuck! It was <laughs> oh, right you like Fortnite uh, Evil season? It was, it, was, it was right the season before Thanos joined. Oh, okay, that was a good one. Yeah. Okay, I remember right. that because I remember I quit and then Thanos came out and I was like, just when I thought I was out, <laughs> yeah, just when I thought I was out, they dragged me right back in. Yeah. And I remember when that happened, that was insane. That was wild. Yeah, that was crazy. At this time, they hadn't done any collabs. No, it was the uh, I think yeah the first one and like and I, I started think, with a playable Thanos, which is mad. <laughs> But like, I don't think anybody in gaming had even done anything close oh, no. to that. No, like, no, 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 no. And even even now, Fortnite is getting all of the anime IP like yeah. collaborations that the Attack on Titan one. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. It's Attack on Titan, so Naruto, ads for fucking... it in Japan right now. Like yeah. every bus stop, there's just like a fucking huge ad yeah. for like, oh, Mikasa and Eren are in Fortnite yeah. now. Yeah. Just like, what is this timeline? <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're memeing a lot about Fortnite, but I think there is genuinely so much interesting stuff to talk about about it's, Fortnite it's a case and study, how yeah. it affects the online stuff. For sure. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like, yeah, like. 
like I said, like a lot of these IP, like Naruto, like My Hero Academia, Dragon Ball, is some of like the IPs that the Japanese are so fucking protective over mm. and have never collabed with like an outside kind of like entity, yeah. like in in the history of the industry. So the fact that what broke that curse was Fortnite, you mm. know, as much as we meme it up, is fucking impressive. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I wonder if they'll ever get. Nintendo or Pokemon? My answer is no. I don't no, think they no, will. Like, I think that's no, the one I, that they. Yeah. you're right. They are very protective. But I think there's another level to that, and that's yeah, yeah. these boys right here, the Mario boys. They, I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> I just, I just can't imagine Luigi like emoting over a kill. You know, <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> like, Nintendo would never let Mario have a gun, man. <laughs> yeah, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> just Mario hitting the nene. <laughs> I think, I think a lot of these companies were protective, but you know, there's definitely a sign that. You know, because when you go to Japan, you can see that, like, you know, Levi's on cleaning products or mm. my hair. Wait, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They do, like, so they, sick. You know, they <sighs> in Japan, they're not nearly as protective as they are compared to, like, mm. overseas. So, like, yeah. they, they clearly were open to licensing out the, the IP and the characters for stuff that doesn't really make sense for the characters. Mm. I mean, with Levi with cleaning, it does, but. Yeah, I have, I, have yeah. A, I have a Roomba that uh, the voice is just Levi. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, so when you turn it on, it's just <clears throat> Levi being like, it's time to clean. They obviously have a history of, of being willing to give out the IP. And I mm. think it was just a case of no one was writing the big enough checks. I think Fortnite, yeah, 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 Fortnite yeah. must have come along and offered some crazy must compensation yeah, yeah. system for it. Yeah. Because I think that's what it would take for them to be like, all right, yeah, I guess, it, yeah, sure. Did you uh, see the latest One Piece McDonald's collab in Japan? No. Yes. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> chicken tartar. Yeah, chicken tartar. They, they remade yeah, the One fun. Piece opening yeah. with like Gold Roger, uh, like having like a chicken burger <laughs> and, reci <laughs> and reciting the uh, oh reciting the opening monologue. We're like, <laughs> if you want to find the chicken burger, you can find it in McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's a good sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh my god, you got McDonald's now. Yeah, so it's 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 obvious that they are, are willing to work with IPs, mm. um, and yeah, it's it's impressive that Fortnite has had this massive international growth that has like literally like reshaped the uh, industry. Did you know it was gonna like blow up, or was it kind of just like? A feeling. a feeling yeah it was a feeling it was definitely a feeling it was like kind of just like and at the time like in this part of my career i'd just gotten off the pokemon go hype train mm. so i was very much just like looking for the new kind of game to set up on because i'm not i don't know about variety it, variety for youtube in, in the gaming niche is is just hard because like you'll get viewers that come to watch you for a certain game yeah, yeah. And you play something else you, you have your viewership and back then i thought the algorithm was very based on like your average viewership mm. i don't know if it actually was but that was just in my head um so I'd, I'd just like to be on one game and that way i could kind of do different things with the one game and i think it being this kind of malleable game where you can use to to tell a story or interact with the community like it was it was perfect for me at the time and it still is it's just I, I think a lot of what killed the hype for like content creation on YouTube for Fortnite was just like TikTok, to be honest. Right, right. Like it just like sped everything up and it, <laughs> it, it, it you know, you'd, you'd sit there back then. I used to upload like 30 minute videos yeah. in Fortnite and it would be great. You could not get away with that today. You like, just generally, what drew you to Fortnite initially? Because you got addicted yeah. to the game for a yeah, while. Yeah, so, right? well, brand deal. <coughs> right. All right. right. So okay, okay. But yeah. we've, we've yeah. all had yeah. brand yeah. deals, yeah. okay? Not every no. brand deal that we do, <laughs> that we get, we're like, okay, 
I, no. I'm probably the worst to say this because I get addicted to every brand deal yeah. that I get sent. So I I, I get it. But yeah. like, what what about the game drew you to it and kept you playing after the brand deal? Because I'm sure deal? it wasn't the only brand deal you got, right? Yeah. No, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was. So I guess did the brand and the video performed well, right? Yeah. Right. So that's definitely yeah. gonna oh, fire okay. off that yeah. uh, that dopamine kick for sure. And it's like, all right, I want another kick. Give me get. Let's go again. Um, uh, yeah, just pretty much getting back in there. It was actually challenging to win as mm. well. Right. Um, yeah. Like very in the early days. So it was, you know, actual fun experience to try and win a game. Mm. Um, so like just <clears throat> recounting that and then like, you know, you throw on these little challenges where it's like, okay, you can use a certain color weapon and like that spicy for a bit. And you could do kind of videos with other people in the community. I, I don't really know what like just kept me there though. I, I honestly, it was just fun. Was it not overrated? No, it was, now, 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 it wasn't. Is it now? Is the question right? Like, I don't know. It's kind of a bit. You think it's changed, or yeah. do you think? Well, it's it's gone through two massive stages at least. I mean, mm. um, when I played Fortnite, when I when I did, uh, it was kind of I liked it, and then yeah, you know, I didn't play it for like a, a two two three months, and then it it was crushing it because all the Thanos stuff, and then I came back to play it like a year later and everyone was insane at building. Mm. So if you don't know, Fortnite has this mechanic where what made it unique as a battle royale was that you could build structures. Right. right. Like, but when I say structures, you could build <laughs> vertical walls, <laughs> floors or, or ceilings, and then like ramps. Yeah. And the whole idea is that you should build pretty quickly to move or make a, make a cover, right? Mm. And it was a cool system and it made sense. But then what ended up happening was that people started getting insanely good at building. Right. Yeah. Like, and I mean like fast. Yeah. So like, let's say you found someone, someone would just erect like a whole fucking structure. That was in like yeah. yeah, like 0 0.1 seconds, like this guy. And then I, I'd be playing against him. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm logging off. Yeah. 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 Like, not, I don't want to fucking play this. This Trust is like me. horrible for beginners. Yeah. And I think, that's when it started to kind of slow down a little bit. And then they had this massive idea where they were like, Fortnite is falling off. Let's remove building. So they just oh, removed shit. the entire mechanic and they were like, guys, it's good again. And that was their like whole kind of pitch to try and get people back into it. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, no, got a lot of the casuals back yeah, for yeah. sure that like reminisce on the old times. Yeah. Definitely got a few of them back in. I think, I think the way I found out about it, I just remember this, was when they did that collab with like Travis Scott yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah the travis scott and marshmallow concert yeah, yeah like yeah, i think yeah. that's how i found out about it because i was like you, wait, wait. you didn't find out about fortnite until then i had known okay, about okay. it but that's i remember so i remember when the travis scott concert was happening that was like all over the internet because it's like fortnite Weird. this fucking game somehow got like a serious like mainstream artist to do like a virtual concert in their game and i'm like what? Yeah. yeah. How, how did that happen? And then he did the fucking McDonald's thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, this guy will shop for a check anyway. <laughs> <laughs> always comes back to McDonald's. Yeah, he's getting the bag. Yeah, he's getting the bag. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think for me, like, I always knew about Fortnite, but I, I, I think the moment I realized how big it was was, I guess, one ninja who was oh, just, yeah. just overnight. It, it felt like overnight just became like the biggest streamer and like the face of like Twitch and gaming for mm. like a while. Yeah. Uh, and just like the the first like esports event that they did as well, where they had like the a fucking ridiculous prize pool. Yeah, hundred mil. That, yeah, or I don't know if it was hundred mil. I think it was thirty mil. It was a hundred mil throughout the year they spent on competitive. But yeah, yeah. World Cup went crazy. Yeah, I I played in the um not the solos and the duos where like all the prize pools. I was in like the creative one. Okay. So like as a team captain, came dead last. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Guess how much I got for dead last? Twenty bucks. No, this is Fortnite here. 
Six twenty thousand dollars. Fifty grand. Are you serious? for the last, for wait, last what place? What did first place get? Three hundred k. I'm pissed about it to be honest. <laughs> yeah, there's literally like a clip of me in the last game because it was like a it was like a they're like parkour. Uh, you guys don't like parkour games where you like run around, yeah, and don't yeah, fall yeah, off. Yeah, 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 essentially like yeah. type of deal. Like in like yeah. Minecraft when they make this yeah. match where you have to like not fall in the lava. Literally <laughs> yeah. that, right? Okay, okay, so okay. it was a lot of like that different type of competitive aspect. And so there are all these like professional parkour runners that oh we built as a team. Professional Yeah, parkour. no, it was like, hey, they, they bagged out 300K. So like, <laughs> you know. yeah, I guess I'm the clown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember that was like on the last game, like my team had died and I was sitting there and I just literally sat there emote crying knowing i can't fucking win like <laughs> did you did you f- go to a physical location for oh this was, was at the world cup it was a day before where was this was this in, in new york what was well, the so uh, you flew all the way out to new york from australia yeah, yeah. Oh, i was in toronto at the time oh, so okay, it was an easy fuck. flight all right okay okay yeah. what was, how did you last. qualify for that uh well that one i was a captain so like i was like you chose the team i, I chose the team yeah yeah so right. it was like kind of i made a map and people qualified by like running my map really fast oh, okay huh. we took them over and Got dead lost. Was it was this because you were already like pre-established? So yeah, they were like, yeah. okay, we want you to be a team captain, or did, was there like an actual like qualification process? No, it was it was very much that. Uh, yeah, it okay, was like, okay. It was like me, Ninja, uh, Scissors, uh, and a bunch of other international creators. So uh, you yeah. had to just be a captain of four random people you'd never met before. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Yeah, was, you, you met them in person, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That must be so bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, you guys are goats. You ran my map really quick. Like, let's try and bag out now. Let's do this. Did you, did you keep in touch with any of them? Or it was like, all right, see you guys. We came last. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Cut from the team. You guys yeah. fucked me. You no. fucked me. <laughs> we won a measly 50K. Yeah, it ain't bad. It ain't was bad. Was it 50K between five of you? No, like 200K, 50K each. I think it might have been- 50K each? Yeah, 50K what? each. USD, by the way. What? Okay, okay, wait, Fortnite wait. was handing out these bags that they never handed out anymore. <laughs> they, like, Yo, that's why it's overrated. Yeah, right? that's why it's overrated. <laughs> they don't have the bag they anymore. Fell off. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean they are handing out like uh like I don't know if you guys saw like the the Unreal Engine Fortnite announcement. Like it took over Twitter for a couple of days and was like, whoa, this is Fortnite now. And it's right. like essentially you can like oh, mod I Fortnite. This. Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah, you would have you would have seen all yeah. the timeline. Um, so that's like a big thing where like now 40% of the revenue that comes out of the item shop gets split between playtime on battle royale and creative maps that are made. Right. So oh, okay. like they hand out bags there. That's oh. that's a definitely a, a good place. So you be. can literally become like, I guess making it your job. Yeah. In, in like a well, that's like, that's like, the, that's like yeah. the, the Roblox. Kind yeah, of it model, is literally right? the Roblox. And that's why Roblox does so well. Oh yes. Yeah. They give people who make the most popular maps a lot of money. Huh. Well, they a don't lot. even give them the money. They actually yeah, they give just them tokens, own. right? Well, so they don't have this Roblox. in Fortnite, but Roblox, <laughs> you can sell things oh, in yeah, the game yeah, like for XP, Robux. Or you can get like a gun in the game. Yeah, and oh. it's very like kind of pay to win kind of I mean, Roblox, Roblox is such an anomaly to uh, well, but Roblox's system is very, very, very questionable. Yeah, yeah it is. A lot yeah. of like very shit. They have a whole stock exchange, which they shouldn't have. What, in game? Yeah, like a legit, like functioning exchange. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for the items. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah some that are worth like hundreds of thousands. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah. It's, and, and bear in <laughs> mind, this is for kids. Youngest so they, demographic in gaming probably. They, they should oh not. Like, I, 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 just, I just got hit. Um, 
I'm I'm becoming my dad now. No, I was just about to say I'm like this is what this is this is what my dad must feel like when I hear about like what? so what are the kids doing today? I, I fucking his, I fucking his. get it. Like you might okay, imagine your your kid comes along and she's like Mom, Dad, I'm gonna become a professional Fortnite map builder, and you're just yeah. like, I get it now because I'm like, this is how my dad must have felt when I said I wanted to be a YouTuber. It's like, why, why are you sad, son? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Roblox went down two points yesterday. Um, <laughs> you know, I just sold, and it's <laughs> like, there's, there's um, there's been like a lot of stories in Roblox about yeah. dudes like basically just getting like kids to make maps for them. Yeah, yeah that's I a whole thing like about this. Yeah, literally, yeah. literally like, child like, slave like get a bunch of kids and they'll make them make stuff for them and then they'll just take all the money. Yeah. The dude who like, yeah, it's Holy really fucking shit. weird. Yeah, it's 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 such a weird, It's I, I'm, but not trying to compare Fortnite to that because Fortnite actually sounds like it has a pretty good system that yeah. will create this. But like Roblox has gone down the other route where it's like, we will literally give anyone money as long as you make stuff. Wait, like, did you do any like Roblox content at all? Or? No, I actually, oh, I did like, I, I dabbled a little bit, yeah. but like, I didn't get into it at all. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I used to run like Minecraft servers. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was my first kind of experience, like running a business, I guess. Because um, those would run in a way where it's like, come on and, and you pay for a rank and then it's like, you know, building content and then like, yeah. filming a series to help promote the server. That was like really fun for me back in the day. Yeah, and I saw. Uh, I saw. I was looking through your channel this yeah. morning, and I was like, "Oh, I, I see you're one of the Minecraft YouTubers who were doing parody songs." Yeah, that was <laughs> fun. yeah. I didn't sing them though. I just like produced them. Right. But, like yeah. that was fun. Yeah, that those. Song, I think that's actually my most viewed video. Yeah, it's, it's like, like 124 yeah, yeah. million views. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it was OG one. Dude, I remember because like back in the day, man, like when when Minecraft was at its like first first peak, there yeah. was like all the big like Minecraft creators were doing these parody songs they were getting stupid views yeah but i don't think they'd ever really make money because they get claimed i think that one's claimed oh really yeah because it was like a parody of a popular song yeah yeah I know captain sparkles did a bunch of well his uh, one of them he had to change the song completely oh my god uh, one of his og ones but like i think the big ones are like still good. It depends like your relationship Di with Diamond the Sword from Tobuscus. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh Some God. OG internet like gold there yeah. uh, in that era. So you got your start in Minecraft, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minecraft was um was was the was the start. Yeah, I was how, in. How do you differentiate yourself in Minecraft as well? Sorry. When you start out in Minecraft, how do you? grow when you because everyone's doing minecraft yeah what, what was it um i think i went to like kind of a vr content phase for like three months in those early days when like the htc vibe was picking up mm. um i was doing just random flash games like after minecraft before pokemon go i had like a yeah, three four five months stint um I, i'd like to think i was like building up uh, a community of people that were there to like mm. just watch me play random games yeah, yeah. um and then yeah, just kind of played whatever I felt was fun. And that that's probably the, the overarching theme of like the channel for the last 10 years. I won't play something if I don't enjoy it. Mm. And yeah. like, that's pretty much all, all the rest of it. Yeah, because I, I normally see like a uh, trend in gaming YouTubers, especially some people who start off doing a game like Minecraft is that they find such trouble kind of like doing other content outside when that kind of like content kind of falls off. But you've managed to like switch content and switch games like several times. Yeah. How, how do you how do you go about like building an audience around a game, around a new game or a new style of content? Yeah, it's tough because a lot of times it's like a gamble. <clears throat> it's like, all right, I've got this and I know I'll keep this. Yeah. But you, if you don't change, you're just going to eventually just go lower and lower and lower. Yeah, if you don't yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah it's 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 taking a gamble and you're it's it's two steps back one step forward because your your first video on a new game is going to be 
gonna do worse you yeah. just gotta stomach that um but yeah just just getting it in there and trying really hard to make that new content for that game better and i feel like it's even easier these days than it was back then right i feel like almost every youtube video now these days is kind of like a tiktok and that like it could bang or it could not bang and yeah. it's like whereas in the past it'd be like oh your next video is going to do worse because the last one did worse yeah yeah and yeah. you get to like kind of that hole but now it feels like if you just come with a good video doesn't no matter who you are yeah it could bang hard like i've seen channels like 10k subscribers get videos like millions of views yeah and i feel like <clears throat> another good thing about like the new algorithm is that i feel like there's a safety net now mm. because even if a video doesn't bang like immediately i've noticed even if you change the thumbnail or title maybe it wasn't like optimized the best it, there's still an opportunity that you can kind of like revive old videos mm. uh, whereas before if you uploaded a video it was 10 out of 10 you're like it's done i can't i can't yeah, fucking do next anything video, i'm irrelevant yeah, i'm dead you yeah. know the 10 out of 10s hit different yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey you get enough of them next one can't be 10 out of 10 you know yeah. you start building them up the one's gonna come back 10 out of 10s. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i heard they're gonna get rid of it really yeah the whole one out of 10 ranking system really? like, for like mental health i yeah. get it <laughs> I get it. There's yeah. a, a, a rumor could could not be true. Yeah, verifiable uh, source. I think it's like <laughs> somewhere in the beast camp. I heard it from. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, because I know they've been talking about it for a while. Because a lot of content creators have kind of you know been like, this is not helping me. And worst way to start the day. Wait, yeah, 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 it yeah, is. I don't, I don't, you guys like me? We're like I first thing you do in the morning. Yeah. What do you do? You check your phone. Uh, I actually don't check YouTube analytics at all, man. No, okay. I, I've, I've stopped doing yeah. that. Yeah. I think, yeah, just something, I just kind of realized like, I actually just like my days when I don't look at it. Yeah. yeah. But I looked today because I uploaded the video, it was nine out of 10, which, I, which I'm fine with because 10 out of 10 is when I'm like, because my 10 out of 10 is bad. Yeah, yeah. So if it goes below that, I'm like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. You upload an absolute stinker and you're like, okay, as long as it's not as bad as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. YouTube cured my depression by removing dislikes. I, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am no longer depressed now. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, oh, not but, not that I can still totally see it when I go to my YouTube dashboard <laughs> yeah, or anything. You know? Yeah, right. It's not there publicly, so I'm happy now. Yeah, oh yeah. Congratulations, God. by the way, because uh, I actually first found out about you through a Sunny V2 video. Oh, but it okay. was like normally when Sunny V2 makes a video, it's about the fall of uh, a YouTuber. Yeah, right? it's one of his few like positive kind of like videos. Hey, shout out my boy, Sonny. Oh, I'm talking about it right now. Love the controversial right now. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that was a weird one. Uh, I, I'm expecting one though to be like, I don't know. Look, we're in we're different days now. The channels. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it weird to have somebody kind of talk about your YouTube journey. And it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I actually okay, really enjoyed okay. watching the video. I remember when that came out. <laughs> You're yeah. like, me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, he's saying good things. No, he says bad things. Um, yeah, no, no, nah, that was a trip. It's a trip though. Yeah. Definitely right. is like weird, but nah, it, it was cool. How accurate do you think it was? Uh, it like, it was pretty, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty accurate at the time. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, look, these days and like, like running power and like that whole kind of esports side of things and everything around that. I've had a lot less time to focus on my own channel. Mm. Right. Um, going through a bit of a break right now, awaiting, uh, you know, a Sunny V2 kind of how he <laughs> fell off. <laughs> yeah, I actually want to make an addendum. Uh, he fell off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned you started an esports agency? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Esports org uh, back in 2020, right when COVID started. Right. Okay. Yeah. Where, so, where did that idea come from? So back uh, in the World Cup days of Fortnite, I was actually playing a bit of competitive Fortnite 
uh, with a pro player and we were trying to qualify for World Cup and I really enjoyed like that competitive journey. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I wasn't that good, but the player I was playing with was really good. His name was Fresh. <laughs> um, and he low-key, high-key carried me. Um, but, <laughs> Did you guys qualify? Uh, sorry? Did you guys qualify? No, we got like sixth in our, sixth or seventh in our best duos week. Oh, okay. You, you need to get first uh, oh, to qualify. Damn. So, cause yeah, not many spots for Australia. But right. yeah, I really enjoyed the competitive journey and I just liked being involved in just competitive Fortnite. And so yeah. Australia doesn't have much of a scene for esports. So I just wanted to to get behind it and yeah, really start start making content for competitive in, right. in Fortnite was uh yeah, definitely a big drive for me and just bringing people together in Australia. Right. Was it more to like grow the Australian kind of like esports scene or because like a, a, a big thing is that starting an esports organization. Uh, Worst financial thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Worst financial How's that been, man? Yeah, yeah, hey, look, hey, look. Uh, what's the meme of like uh, Moist and Ludwig burning money over a fire? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, it's, uh, it's a challenge and that, that's probably right. why I like it because it's like, uh, it's the first business I've ever done or business adventure that just loses money. And it's like, right. fundamentally, that's, <laughs> that's like, fucking hard. Yeah. It's, so shit. Yeah. it's like, fundamentally, that's like, to me, it's like, well, this is a failure, right? Cause it doesn't make money, but it's like, it, it's not about money. It's about honestly, just bringing people together, making content. Cause it's more than just esports. It's, right. it's, it's a content journey. Um, we do like a lot of IRL stuff, uh, a lot of Fortnite stuff we have a rocket league team as well so we do try and get those boys involved as well right um sticking in like the epic games metaverse i suppose as far as like <laughs> their titles right the right moment. uh but yeah it's just it's fun it's different it's really challenging but i think we're making some good moves so, yeah. so tell me like the entire process about how what goes behind actually just making an esports organization from the, from the start. Okay, so yeah, like who do you talk to? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, how no, do you even start. like start that? No, yeah, no. and like, well, this is the other thing as well. Is like, I think I think it's just me and Moist are like the only ones playing with their own money. Yeah, I think mm. every, like so. I think first step for most people is seek investors. Yeah, I get think. venture capital. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. toast too, maybe. Yeah. Oh, toast as well. Toast, right? toast yeah, actually, well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, honestly. So, so step one, find money. Find so money, <laughs> find money. Step find find money you want to yep, burn. Try yeah. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like how much, what percentage of what I have can yeah. I burn? Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's the conversation yeah. I had for myself. Um, and uh, yeah, you just start with a, like I have a really good uh, kind of business partner that I've had from like kind of the start. Uh, his name is Billy, like started off in like kind of very professional lawyer services. So he helped me out with getting everything started and mm. brought over kind of my team from like my editing team and stuff that I'd right. already built from my channel and just try to like scale it a little bit. Mm, right. Um, and then just, yeah, hiring people and contracting players. How do you, how do you go about like finding players that you want to contract for your team and your organization? Yeah. Do you have like trolls or is no, it? No, it's very much just like, what did what are their goals and do they align with ours right so our goals aren't like our, our goals uh i mean we're trying to definitely is, is winning not the goal yeah don't be shit but that's like i feel like that's kind of a fallacy it's like winning for teams i feel like is the highest priority right it's like right. And i get it right you're not going in to lose like yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, obviously yeah. trying to win but the top orgs at the top level they got this money glitch coming in from somewhere i don't know where it is mm. but they're 
spending so much on the top players so to win it's very expensive and that's why no one makes any money yeah right, because they're right. just ego balling each other to try and get the best players mm. so i actually like for me it's about picking the best talent in australia and how we can prop them up to compete at an international right. level because right. the meme is australia goes overseas we don't win and right. it's like you look at league i don't know if you guys follow any esports follow yeah, yeah 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 so, all my uh, knowledge of esports comes from basically like well, league yeah they dissolved yeah well they, yeah, they got rid of the league completely like gone. Oh, yeah yeah because yeah, they were like no one no one's no one's watching <laughs> no, no one's watching and then so there's the, the time zone yeah. from like yeah. a commercial side yeah. you're only putting it out to people who live in australia what 30 million yeah so yeah. that's your viewership and do they like esports well not really because we don't win so yeah. it's it's kind of this weird relationship right so yeah. I, I think that's a big part of it and yeah trying to prop up those australian players so that they can actually compete at the highest level right um one, th one thing i've always been curious about is okay you you find the players because you know in the in the top kind of echelon of whatever game you're playing there's only a few you can pick from that mm -hmm. are like can perform at the top level how'd you go about finding coaching and yeah uh, you know that kind of getting that environment to really coach them into a esports kind of like environment yeah i've actually been pretty lucky with that one the coaches is actually not too hard um, oh really had some really good like people in you know fortnite and rocket league who have just been from other organizations and yeah. just getting them involved like mm. No, nah, that one's actually a pretty easy one. Yeah, well, uh, what do you think makes a good coach? Because it's I, I've always found it yeah. so interesting because like- Our coach is doing a panel on this at DreamHack, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'll yeah, fucking yeah, go there, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm qualified to speak <laughs> on it, but like his his coaching philosophy, this is Jim, our Rocket League coach, is yeah. he doesn't come from a much of a gameplay perspective. He comes from more of a mental and like uh, psychological perspective. Right, on right, like, right. You know, trying to not tilt and setting up the players <laughs> best for those kinds of- Rocket League's an interesting one. Like it's very tilt heavy. Um, right, that right. kind of specific esport. Well, I, I would argue every uh, esport is. Yeah, right. I've, I've seen the Smash compilations. <laughs> yeah, you know, because yeah. Rocket League doesn't give you much time to breathe. Yeah, League of Legend. If you die, you have thirty seconds to like compose yourself and like, all right, okay, I gotta get back in the game. Yeah, <laughs> Rocket League's like, oh, I've just tilted and we've lost four goals. Yeah, so. mm. yeah, it's a fun one though. I really like Rocket League because I think anybody can understand what's going on oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah right that's why i love it that's um, what i love about the fighting game community which is like of, yeah. obviously fighting games people tilt but that's part of like the community oh, right of course. it's mm. it's it's the soul that's you know the best part. <laughs> they embrace it you know that's that's the best part yeah. of it yeah I'm, I'm curious um from like the esports uh perspective of like let's say you have um like league of legends you have 10 teams right who compete every every week or whatever you know, where do you have to be on that, like in that top 10 for your team to be kind of breaking even or making money? Mm. Like, cause, and, and I imagine the problem balloons even more so with like Fortnite or Apex when there's like, so you know, there's so many people, right? Cause mm. at least in league, right? Maybe there's 50 people total, you know, Apex, maybe there's, you know, 180 people you have to kind of get, get to that level where somehow everyone can make just enough to survive. Yeah. And I find, like what does it look like like if, if we're in a game of Fortnite, which how, how many people are in a Fortnite game 100 like yeah I, like yeah. okay let's say we're in a yeah. pro Fortnite match right yeah. how many of that hundred are living off of playing it professionally and how many of them have to do other stuff in that oh, spare time I, I saw an article on this depends on the region okay. uh in mm -hmm. australia uh, <laughs> like, i don't eh. like <laughs> like five <laughs> even then like oh, wow. like the prize pool they really nerfed it after world cup like it's yeah. just right. gone down ever since yeah, yeah. right um yeah and that's why i 
honestly, I don't think you could alone from a pure competitive standpoint. That's why we try to really get the players involved yeah. with content because that that's is, how you make that's money. that's what you pitch. I know it's yeah. like so kind of like oversaid at this point of like oh well, it's orgs like, aren't profitable because like they don't uh, make content. Yeah, it's like turning you know you, if you have like a Michael Jordan right, you're like hey you should do Space Jam. You should, yeah, you yeah. should do. It's like hey this is how hey you should stream. I yeah, don't want to stream do more stuff. Uh, yeah, like, like diversify like, while your like I guess name value is like at its highest, right? Just to yeah. make sure to be like all right, yeah, you know you can make any money in other revenues just in case you fucking fall off a cliff skill-wise and you know, you're not winning these games or whatever, right? But it's a hard conversation to have with them because like their their goal is just win. Yeah. yeah. It's not about like, you know, <laughs> if I put on a stream, I play worse so I don't stream. And right. like, that's a hard, you know, chat I've had of players. Cause I'm like, I'd kill to have your skill and be able to create content and stream. Like mm. I yeah, would yeah. actually yeah. kill for that. But like for them, it's just like, got third last week and we're looking for first and it's like i'm and i'm you know that's part of our agenda too we want to win too so yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. i'm just yeah more trying to preach that kind of stability because like right. esports is very it's, cutthroat it, it is it yeah. is like okay like <clears throat> in your experience even if any esports organization was consistently winning mm. and that's all they were doing is that still enough to like is the prize pool enough to make them a profitable business or something that can break even even yeah because even that's a weird one like I, I for me it's like do people care about the org like right. that, that's my biggest goal it's like right, i don't really care about winning it, like going back to that mm, yeah. i mean great we want to win we want to yeah. build a story <laughs> don't get me wrong um and we're, we're you know we're working towards that and because just because you can really use that win with a story mm -hmm. to create a reason for people to care yeah um but i think that's where like a lot of you know these orgs go for just that winning and it's like oh we won okay cool yeah M might get a few partnerships out of that I'm like i'm sure everyone loves being with the winning team um but i think if you're not able to tell the story as well then right. it, it gets a bit rough and i think g2 would be a good example of a team that does that yeah um like really tells the story and wins well they have a, they have a huge content focus Even yeah if the players yeah. aren't doing it they're like well we'll always have a crew yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and we'll always film stuff i think that's but also at least for their league team, they have quite a lot of characters who are pretty pretty engaging and yeah, yeah. always, always yeah, doing well, some I, fun I, stuff. I think from like a spectator, like kind of like viewpoint, um, obviously like winning is the easiest way to get someone invested in your team because obviously there are a lot of people who just like cheering for a team that wins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but saying this as like, saying this as an Arsenal fan uh, who got in uh, back, back, in the, back in the good old days and now is like a kind of like a G2 fan uh, for League. I'm a G2 what? fan too. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, EU. I, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah EU, EU, baby. Um, but one thing that really drew me towards both of these teams um, before the winning was just having this really exciting play style or just like having, mm. being like excited every time to see them play because mm. they, had, they had like a really kind of different play style as well. Mm. So even if you're just doing something exciting in the game, uh, aside from just making content as well, uh, because from my perspective, I started watching that content after I saw the exciting things that they were doing in game. So I was like, shit, I wanna wanna check these guys out. And, now, and then after that was, did I become a fan? Did you do, you have, do you have like a kind of like a, let's say like a strategy to try and get people invested in your organization? Yeah, and I mean, it, it, it definitely is mainly around that content focus. Like, I mean, for our channel on, yeah. on, on Power, we definitely try to involve as much around the community and the content creators within Australia. Yeah. Um, 
to try and very much get people on board so that when they see us in a Rocket League game or when they see us in a Fortnite, it's like, oh, these guys create great content and that's why I want to get behind them. Yeah. Um, that 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 is the strategy for us at the moment. I right. would say. Do you, do you guys have a, a content house or like no? A, oh, so we a powerhouse. <laughs> that's literally what it was powerhouse. called. It was, it was yeah. called a powerhouse. Powerhouse. Yeah, we did yeah. it for like one month in Sydney, and we had our pro players come play on zero ping, compete in the yeah. finals. Yeah. Um, and then we just filmed a bunch of content. It was a great uh kind of test yeah. to see if it would work, and the videos did really well. Um. Competitive players, I think we got a top five in there. Um, and that was a good test. So now we're actually building a studio in Melbourne, um, which hopefully opens up in like a couple months. And that'll be the next big kind of investment from us to really right. have creative people there. It won't be more so for the players, but more so for the team and the content mm, to really right. flourish. Yeah, I mean, a right. lot of the orgs are, are focusing on, you know, like merchandise and, and apparel, like building yeah. kind of some form of like, like, Turning it into like a engagement brand, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and brand and loyalty in the, in the brand, which makes sense, right? Because YouTubers, is one of the biggest ways they make money is merch. You yeah. Know? yeah, it's one of the best mm. margins in terms of, uh, you know what the, the viewer gets something and they get to support you. So it, it's it's a mm. good uh, good way of going about it. But I wonder, wonder how long it'll keep being like that. I wonder. Yeah, like mm. how involved are you in terms of like bringing your own personal branding of like your you know content creator YouTube kind of side of things into this esports organization? Because I feel like you guys, like you and Moist and Ludwig and Toast, have a inherent advantage in that you already have a lot of people invested in you as a person. Mm. Uh, so bringing that kind of like brand power to your organization means it's an easy way to kind of like create people who are invested in your, uh, yeah. your team. Yeah, 100%. And it's like kind of like the story already started 10 years ago. And like, yeah. this is like the the end of it, like, or mm. I suppose the current stage of it in the organization. Um, yeah, it's definitely bringing a lot of that branding. Like I came from a full content creator perspective. I was like, the only way we're even gonna get close to profitable is just making content. So let's just start there and mm. yeah. work off players who have, you know, I, I suppose like kind of you were saying with G2, like more of a personality. Yeah. Mm. And you know, if they win, that's great too. Like, yeah. love that. That's, and we got a few of those guys that are great characters and just, really want to get involved in content, but also put in hard work at being the best at their game. Is, is it ever a question of, you know, can can the the esports agency that's like, like you mentioned, like Moist or, or whatever, can can that can that org ever eclipse your own kind of influence and following? Or I is it something say, where it's always in the shadow of? I, I would say it's probably above mine right now. Really? To be honest. Yeah. Well, well, that and that's. Nice. Well, and it's not even because that's because many my numbers have dropped no. off. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Sonny, I'm, hey, Sonny, I'm waiting. Trade offer. <laughs> nah, look, but that's the thing is that like. I, I, I run power. I don't have like a, a CEO. Yeah. I, I looked at it and they were all like, hey, 400K a year. And I was like, hey, I'll do it myself. Um, <laughs> and then, which is probably dumb in hindsight, because like I've definitely sacrificed a lot of time on my own channel mm. uh, because this has been my main priority. Right. But also, uh, I think it's whatever you enjoy doing. Yeah. yeah that's that's, if that's yeah. something that is more rewarding for you in your current stage of life, then like, yeah, like you could, you know how to make videos. If yeah. you want to go back, you could you could easily start that grind and then get back into it, I think. Mm. Yeah, and I get tempted a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a few months off. Like, I think I was talking to you guys about traveling, like gonna travel the next two months and just focus on power and just kind of put my channel to the back for a bit. Yeah, and then right. maybe, <clears throat> come back to the studio in Melbourne and maybe rejig up my channel again. But 
at the moment, yeah, it's, it's my number one priority is, is power. Because I think winning with a team is way cooler than winning by yourself. Yeah, and that's yeah. what the channel was for 10 years. Just doing well, but it's like, you know, you'd, you'd you know, I, party with your other content creators, but it's like, <laughs> imagine partying with the team. Like, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. that's just so much cooler and so much more rewarding. For so, sure, yeah. Did you just I, say I, it's the friends we made along the way? We're Nakama. It's not about winning. We're a family. The friends we, we made take care of each other. Sounds some anime shit right here. Yeah, <laughs> it's very anime. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't ask, and I should have asked this. What games do does your or competed. Yeah, so it's it's Fortnite. We started there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um and then Rocket League. Uh <laughs> which we actually we were the first Australian team to ever sweep an NA team in Rocket League Fuck earlier yeah. this year. Nice. So I nice. consider that a huge W for us. It was G2 <laughs> as well, by the way. Hey. Oh, hey. Yeah, we love that one. We love that. Uh and then yeah, Fortnite, we've got uh six players, uh one of which got top five at Dreamhack San Diego. Fuck yeah. Um nice. and he's going to Gamers 8 for that big two million dollar tournament uh later this Best year. Luck. Yeah, no. I to bring him yeah. some money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um I suppose, I mean, I think a similar always happen, but we don't take any prize money. Yeah, like yeah, that's right. kind of theirs and we mm. just help build everything else around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is definitely probably the better way of doing it. Much more sense. How, yeah. How's, how's it feel seeing your team compete? So what? good. Like, okay, so here's the thing. Have you guys watched like Moist Rocket League watch parties? Yeah, I love yeah, them. Yeah, so good, so good. Yeah. Like, so like I watch him, right? And he's like, I was back in the spring major last year. We were competing. And I was streaming hours on YouTube, but we only made it past one round and it was depressing because it was like zero three, zero three were out. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm sitting there living through Charlie watching his team win. I'm like, fuck man, I want that so bad. <laughs> that and they want it. So yeah. and, and then they want it. And I was like, fuck man, I feel so good for him right now. Like that, yeah, like I've yeah. done the opposite spectrum of like stream my team, just getting absolutely rinsed by face plan <laughs> and just another team. And it's just like, I think I've, I've watched Charlie, his team lose. It's like, it's depressing. It's depressing. Yeah. As fuck, yeah. But also, it's, it's, it's the journey. Right? But and like it's also the content. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like yeah, you're getting yeah. depressed. Viewers like, is they're loving watching your pain. Um, <laughs> I saw a lot of just fucking like looking so defeated when his team lost. It was, I, it was kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's like you said like you see the highs you get the lows and that's yeah. what yeah. makes it great. Yeah. Because you see a man who's invested like heart, money and and, <laughs> and emotion. Yeah. 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 It's like if you watched your Arsenal, but every time Arsenal lost, you would lose fifty. Like no, I know. <laughs> like, like it, it's so much more fun to watch. It's like, so it's, it's, yeah. like, this is great. It's, it's like a That's deeper- That's just high stakes gambling at that Yeah, no, point, I was right? gonna say it's a deeper level in the gambling. It's like higher stakes because not yeah. even just money, it's also time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. Also, it's, it's like the next level of sports betting. Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't sports bet. I make my own esports team yeah. and then I bet on them. But also you know? it's kind of five head because uh, they, they're just, they're buying essentially just guaranteed content for themselves as well. Yeah. Because you get that every single week or whatever they're playing, you get to stream it and you, and you get to then make money off of those streams. Yeah, it's good yeah. in the content calendar it, wheels. Like you know. for streamers specifically as well. Like I am not much of a streamer. Like yeah. I started making YouTube content, mm -hmm. but I did do like a two year uh, YouTube deal streaming uh, a while back. And that was where I really got into streaming. and. It was interesting to learn. Like, yeah, not, uh, not, not into the streaming because you you got the YouTube deal as like the first wave. Yeah, right? we were on the first wave of wow. it back in the day. Uh, that when Mixer was really starting to pipe up and <laughs> oh, Mixer yeah. signed Ninja, and then it first streamer war started and it cooled. Now it's actually kind of back now. Kick, yeah, it's, it's back. I've heard, heard a couple rumblings going on. 
Just um, sign my deal, damn. <laughs> okay, no, I love Twitch. I love Twitch. <laughs> One thing I wanted to ask actually is like, are you planning to like kind of extend to other games as well with Power? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that's in the books for yeah, twenty twenty three this year. Um, it's it's and that's like kind of part of it is like surveying which game to go next. Uh, like, would you be interested in like because you know you you obviously like massive Pokemon fan, right? Mm. Like, have you ever thought about like going into like the competitive Pokemon scene or? That's interesting. That started really hitting my like for you page on YouTube. Yeah, um, what's the like guy really Wolfie? blown up recently? I feel is it Wolfie? Yeah, Wolfie. Wolfie yeah, YouTube. he's making Wolfie, some great yeah. content. Yeah, like really good storytelling. He's been, he's been uh, innovating, but also when you when you playing with a Nintendo property. Nah, you yeah. So yeah, the answer is no, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, always that say, looming yeah. thought of like, nah. when are they gonna decide they don't like this? Yeah, anymore? when are they yeah. gonna yeah. shut yeah. down? Yeah. I mean, I've seen all the smash like shitstorm going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's oh crazy God. that they just don't want any esports. Yeah. Like they just, they actively, where other other games like Embrace, Blizzard Embrace will, it, yeah. will pay hundreds of millions of dollars to get something. Nintendo will actively be like, fuck this, fuck you. Don't play our games longer than we tell you to. I just don't think yeah. they really like understand the scene enough. And they- I, I, think, think, I, I feel like it's gone way too long where I, we can't use that as an excuse anymore. You don't think? Mm. I think they understand it. They just don't want it. They, right. I feel like that is not their goal as they, a company. They are that fucking granddad who's just like, I, what is esports? I don't understand this. <laughs> I only watch real sports. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not real sports. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it like, it feels like you know, especially in Japan, I don't know how big the esports scene is in Japan, uh, but I know it's like almost non-existent in terms of like league. Is it is it Valorant or is it Valorant's pretty big in Japan? Yeah, I was Valorant, 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 yeah. Yeah. Apex is also Japan. huge in Japan. Yeah, yeah, no, right, Apex right. Apex won the battle royale war in Japan. Oh yeah, it's which not is, even close. Yeah, yeah, and like they're getting Aaron Yeagers and they're still not winning. Like yeah. how's that? <laughs> how's that? Like, no wonder you got posters everywhere. No, they're trying to win a war well, over I there. Think, I think it's like kids. Kids love Fortnite in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. like yeah. the moment they kind of get older, yeah, it's, it's, it's Apex. Yeah. Everyone plays Apex. Yeah. yeah. But but Valorant is, is also massively taken off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. League, thank thank League. all the VTubers for that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of VTubers actually. Yeah. And yeah, streamers yeah. Push Apex. Um, yeah. Right. I think it was actually the VTubers that originally, especially with Apex, blew it up in Japan because yeah. like yeah. there was like a bunch of like pretty top level Japanese VTubers who got really fucking good at Apex. Well, they also it. have like, uh, I think it's like not maybe bi-weekly or monthly uh, VTuber Apex tournaments. Oh Japan, yeah, yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Basically VTubers uh, control the Japanese meta about yeah, pretty what, what games gets played, yeah. right? MOBAs they do not like in Japan. No. Yeah. Okay. That's Korea. Yeah, Korea yeah. loves MOBAs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does not want MOBAs. <laughs> no. Are you playing any games outside of uh, like Fortnite and- uh, Yeah, what games you know, are you playing content? personally? You know what's crazy? It's gonna sound cringe, but it's actually Fortnite. <laughs> 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 it's okay. I, I, I played TFT and that's like the most cringe game of all. Oh, so. actually, you know what? I've started playing a bit. Uh, Super Auto Pets, actually, casually. That, that is kind of like TFT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. It's like it's a chess, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Auto chess, yeah. Um, I love auto chess games. That one's, yeah, surprisingly fun to play. Uh, yeah, with friends as well. We used to play the Dota one, the mm. Dota chess, and then I just- That was the first auto chess. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they'd be like, yoink. And then, yeah. It's always funny how those happen. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, it's like, I'll probably wake up and still like get in at least a game of Fortnite. Right, like, right. I'm probably addicted to Fortnite. <laughs> right. Like, and I don't even make much content on it anymore. It's just yeah, like, I right. had some habitually ingrained in me for five years of making content on the game. Cause a lot of times in that journey of like making content when I was daily uploading and stuff, it would be, let's just play 
to figure out what to record and like yeah. what can I cre- mm. like let's let's on the fly here make something up while playing a game yeah and then that just become a habit to just play a game every day and it's like well I, th- I, th- I, I think play. the big thing about getting into a new competitive game is that when you put so much time into like le- learning the mechanics of one game mm. it's really hard to just jump into like jump into another game casually and be like I want to spend time learning this game now mm. right because that's why i will never play another moba outside of league because like i there was a time when i enjoyed league of legends mm. i spent god knows how many hours just learning the basic fucking how like just how to play the game and yeah. how the game works and i do not have that time in my life anymore yeah <laughs> you know sure sure yeah is there any like if you could pick any games that you would want power to like kind of like be represented in like yeah. yeah regardless of like regardless. logistics so yeah regardless of logistics what, i mean we wanted to want? do we wanted to do valorant we were looking into that pretty heavily then they went franchised right which yeah what does so, what does that mean when they get franchised uh essentially it was like kind of like invite only and we weren't in it yet so it kind of made sense like but yeah. they didn't pick any australian teams in the franchise model there's none uh, mm. yeah there was going to be one and then they went bankrupt <coughs> um <laughs> welcome, welcome to esports, welcome to e-sports maybe <laughs> like everybody's going bankrupt yeah there's a couple there's a couple <laughs> well clg recently announced yeah dialing back and then guard fired all of their employees yep. yeah and then i think v1 was talking about looking for a merger i think i saw yeah. like and then i saw tsm dialing back or yeah, something TSM, like that which like yeah. if tsm is dialing back that's pretty scary for the Jeez. whole industry because that's like one of the biggest brand name orgs yeah yeah exactly yep. um so I, i'm guessing i'm guessing being an australian esports team you guys are always seen as the underdogs yeah and actually i love it because when we win it's gonna feel so fucking good <laughs> like and that's why you gotta get behind us because when we go to a tournament we are fundamentally not meant to win right yeah, like and yeah. that's like the whole aussie spirits underdog like yeah, yeah that yeah. is it how much do you think crappy Australian internet has played a role in their weekly sports show? Yeah, because I was going to ask. It's definitely part of it. Like, we'll still get Rocket League games, and it's like guys drop down. It's like, oh, yeah, internet. Like, yeah, yeah give them yeah. a bit. Like, there's like a little, like, I think we have a, a higher. I could be wrong, but I think there's like a. We take more referee pauses, like, than any other region in RLCS because it's like, yeah internet like it's just a common thing especially yeah. when people are playing out rural it's like yeah okay yeah. his internet's out like will he come back Ugh, coin flip we don't know yeah yeah um definitely definitely a part and i would say even youtube as well like early on i had to get my video done by 8 p.m so that i could upload it overnight yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I was there as well yeah yeah i i i because when i was living in australia making content i was also <laughs> uploading daily yeah and uh there'd be like an off peak and then there'll be an on peak and yeah. if you didn't upload during the uh or if you uploaded during the on peak then by the end of the month your internet was just fucked yeah because like, there's always a cap to it so you Wait, had to what? do it yeah, yeah. so how it worked yeah oh we were brokey for sure yeah yeah internet, so, bad. so basically I mean, it, how Australian it internet is notoriously bad yeah, yeah. so yeah. basically how it worked was that i think it's like between like uh 12 a.m and when was it it was like for me i think i started at 10 p.m yeah it was what? like it was basically it was like 10 10 p.m ish there would be an off peak which no. is basically it's basically like you're separating the data cap into two halves no. one during the day and one during the no. night and if you exhausted it during one of the peaks then the other peak would be affected yeah so basically your internet would just go down to dial-up speed what? until it would refresh the next month and so when i was what uploading so when so when i was uploading daily i had to basically upload it overnight because not only was the internet so incredibly fucking slow that it took all night to upload yeah. Yeah. but also if i did it during the day 
then I would exhaust the peak and then my dad would come into my room pissed off as fuck being like, <laughs> why is my internet at dial-up speed? Because oh you uploaded God. all this shit and basically capped out and our you, data limit. And you, yeah. and you lived in Sydney. So you weren't like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Dude, I had 0.3 upload. Were you in the city? Uh, I was just outside of the city. I was in Northern Beach. Because apparently for like the, the, the way they like refresh the internet is for some places they started outside then in the city like they didn't start from the city and then go out they went yeah. out from the suburbs into the city i think melbourne's like that from what i've right. heard where like people in melbourne still in the city kind of have shit in that um, yeah no i don't i don't think it was like that for us i think it was just kind of in sydney it was just like a like overnight everyone would just like get it refreshed yeah uh but either way like i had to basically like really downscale my videos to make the files as small as possible one because it would take a billion years to upload so that i wouldn't be able to make the daily upload schedule but right. two if i was uploading like a gigabyte video files every single day dude my internet would be out in like the first 10 days yeah and then i'd have yeah. dial up for the next 20 days oh, fuck, which yeah. is just like it's, when i first got an editor horrendous i started uploading the raw footage and that's when i realized oh shit my internet is so slow yeah. This is a YouTube video, you know, you'd, you'd render it and it would come out yeah. and it's 1080p and it would mm. maybe come out to like 700 megabytes, yeah. maybe a gigabyte tops, right? Yeah. Right. But then when you start loading raw footage and then, you know, this raw footage is three hours long and there's two camera angles, you're like, oh, this is going to take four days. Yeah, so. so I couldn't upload 1080p videos while I was living in Australia because the files were too big. Yeah. So oh the God. first two and a half years, I was uploading 720p oh at most God. and I was using like a program to like, basically scale it down yeah. uh, and to sacrifice like graphical quality or like audio quality just so I could upload it without going over my cap. That's crazy. Yeah, and that was fun. And then, you know, by the time I moved out to Australia because my PC was basically on 24 hours for two and a half years straight, uh, it exploded one day <laughs> and it like actually burst into flames. And I was like, well, guess I'm moving to Japan now. <laughs> wow, that's the catalyst. You take it for granted in Japan though, how how lucky you are to have insane oh, yeah. internet yeah. speeds everywhere. Because yeah. you you have insane speeds even through like mobile connections. Yeah. yeah. And there's no cap either. Yeah, there's no cap. Yeah, yeah I, just, I upload like a terabyte of files and I'm like, all right, I'll be done by dinner time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> is, like, uh, is the Australian internet still bad? It's not bad now. Like I've, you, there's like a couple of good providers now and like they've got MBN infrastructure in most places. The National Broadband Network, yeah. Yeah, mm. which was, yeah, hairy for a while there. But it's good now. It's yeah, good. Not, it's not terabytes, but like, you know, we do a couple of gigabytes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. How's the ping in Australian like competitive games? Because oh. it's, it's, it's like a meme in the league community where everyone's trying to figure out why NA, like North America, sucks so bad. And there's like a million different like fucking excuses. And one of them is just like, oh, it's because of the ping. Because oh, yeah, yeah. like, the servers are like in the middle of America. Yeah, the, the servers oh. are in the middle of uh, America and they're all, all like all in California, LA. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the pro players can't get like good practice. And so what <laughs> happens- they like 60 ping, right? 60 MS. That's think, kind of a lot. Yeah, that's. I think a lot of people do play on like sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wow. think in Korea it's like three or something, right? It's, it's like it's like ten or below ten in Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I get like fifteen in Tokyo. Which dude, is pretty dude. When I was in Australia and like before yeah. the National Broadband Network came out, and I was playing like Gmod with like a bunch of my friends in America, like I had like three hundred on a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was like yeah, because during my early days doing Minecraft, like twenty fourteen, like I was recording with. Americans, like yeah. I was the only Aussie and I was like, it was the meme of like me being like 
flying around the screen. Yeah. Like, this. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they call me like the blur because I would be blurring all the time. Just clipping through everywhere. Yeah, yeah. legit. But yeah, I mean, it was good fun waking up at bad hours. Um, yeah. It's good. It was grind days for sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. But like, how, how bad is like the ping now when it comes to like oh, yes. kind of like a competitive scene here in Australia? Yeah, so it's not bad. So all the servers based in Sydney. Um, right. Yeah, so we might, we, like we did that one thing where we flew our players down to Sydney and played some games out there to have zero ping because in Fortnite, ping is essential for taking their walls mm -hmm. so you'd pickaxe the wall and it would be like who places it first next and it, it's who's ever closest to the server right yeah they said they you're added like spamming it right yeah, yeah you're both <sighs> spamming it and it's like they say it's a coin flip on like a 50 50 chance but if your ping is good enough it doesn't do the coin flip and you mm -hmm. just get it mm -hmm. yeah right. um and like that's a big key mechanic for like fighting because if you're the, if you take their wall you can edit and then get a free shot. Um, yeah, right. So that's so like a big you, part. If you build the wall in Fortnite, yeah. you can actually like, because it's a three by three, you can actually like press a button that allows you to remove parts of the wall. Yeah. So oh. you can imagine it, right? If you have a, if you've boxed someone in and you're the one who built the wall, you can quickly, you know exactly when you're going to remove a section of this wall and then you can just shoot through it. Oh, yeah. okay. So like I yeah. could just remove a portion to shoot them and then put it back. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's- They can't do anything. Oh. Huh. Yeah, they just sit there and take it. Yeah, um, so that's why. Yeah, so I guess ping is a big factor. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know that was a big deal. I yeah, think. so that's like uh, like in America right now. They even just did it with um, Fortnite, where they had the east servers and the west servers, and they just randomly like, hey, it's all going central. So like all oh. these guys had set up boot camps on the east coast because that was the Fuck. biggest dominant competitive yeah. scene. Mm. And I've all just moved to Texas <laughs> oh, <laughs> to compete. Jesus Christ. It's, cr it's crazy to think that like so much infrastructure that's already built could just be overturned by whether like, yeah, we're gonna move the server. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of insane to think. No, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I, I don't know how big kind of like esports plays a factor into business decisions I that they make. Yeah, I, I can't imagine it plays like the biggest factor you know for america i think it, yeah it definitely would be like we think about it for right. our logistics i know like um the apex teams in australia are actually i know i said before that you know australian teams go international they don't win the apex teams and i actually got to meet uh jen birch and uh jen burton i think his name is um in a tournament i did last week so he's actually a part of the elusive australians that go overseas and win Right. Um, oh, they nice. they won a couple of the international apex tournaments uh last year mm. and so they will qualify through asia play oh. against japanese teams yeah and actually win on like 160 ping like games <laughs> oh, wow because the games got good enough net code that like and i, I experienced it's really myself. not hard to play on bad ping yeah it's actually it's very really good for good. it oh. like i played the whole tournament on 200 ping and felt fine so like um, Overwatch is like that. Overwatch, when I played it, I noticed that the ping didn't feel that bad. But like other games, like uh, Valorant, you're like, I'm, I die now. <laughs> yeah, now, Fortnite's horrible for a high ping as well. Yeah. Um, right, right. But yeah, no. So like they'll play on 160 and win, which I think is that's pretty insane. Cool. Yeah. Like before, what you mentioned before, uh, have you ever competed yourself in any other tournaments? Or nah. tried to, man. <laughs> just the just the Fortnite stuff, I think, was, right. was it. I was gonna do a Pokemon Go uh tournament earlier this year just for a meme, for a little throwback meme. Cause they've actually got like a competitive aspect to that now too. How'd you be competitive in Pokemon Go? Oh, because you can you can battle each other now. Yeah. Do you, do you guys oh, play? I actually yeah. unironically play. I, I I stopped playing, I think, about a year or so ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the middle of the games. pandemic. Like, yeah, uh, when the pandemic started, I was like, well, I can't go outside, so 
can't really play yeah. it. Yeah. The pandemic must have murdered Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know what they did. I they, wasn't they playing off, back then. They did something that allowed you to go to Pokestops without physically being there. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, yeah. Doesn't that remove the whole point of Pokemon Go? Yeah, but you, no one could go outside. <laughs> yeah. So they had to do, they had to do something. Yeah. Like, the game just died. But I, I remember when I was still playing it, they introduced like, uh, yeah, basically like a battle system where like you could pick like three Pokemon. Right. Um, and then based on your, uh, your was it, uh, what was the power scaling? called in pokemon go again it was like the points CP? or whatever cp right that's it yeah yeah which what, is what the worst yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah so it's like it's like you 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 take in three pokemon and then your cp would actually just account i think for like the hp or something and then you basically just like battle it out see you know who gets tap knocked the screen out the yeah, tap the screen you know like yeah, yeah it's do not all that. it has competitive thing it's like a, it's like the it's like the vgc game it's like right. kind of random but kind of skill like you know, this could work or what moves are they running is like mm. the biggest competitive depth. So there's not much competitive depth to it at all, which is why I thought I could actually walk in there, maybe do something. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I could flick a win. Yeah, <laughs> you, I think you could because you could just, yeah, you just look up your kind of what the tier lists are online and just go with something like that. <laughs> that makes sense. But no, I didn't, nah, didn't manage to get that done. But no, <laughs> not not really involved in anything else outside yeah. of Fortnite. That's just been- You, you must've traveled quite a lot during like your Pokemon Go content phase then. Yes. Yeah, we, we caught all the regionals. Right. Caught all the ones you had to go like America and Japan for. Oh my God. Uh, Did you make content doing that? Being like, I'm no. going to go on a flight now to go and get a Pokemon Go from Japan. 100%. That's, that's <laughs> the whole, that's, that's what's taking me. Well, what was it? It's like far-fetched you could only catch in Japan, right? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. one was the European one? Was it Taurus or Mr. Mr. Mime? Mime. And yeah. Kangaskhan yeah. was Australia, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, of course it was. We were yeah. Kangaskhan. <laughs> Yeah, so did did a bit of traveling there. Yeah, did did did, did all of them. Did Europe? Uh, Fuck, must have been nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he basically, Pokemon, just got a vacation, right? Yeah. Yeah, around the world in eighty days, funded by Pokemon yeah. Go. Right. Well, it was actually even better because I think that one was like Gamescom. So it was like, and I was with there with the EA playing Battlefield. So it was like I was doing that and then doing this as well. Right. Because uh, I was still running a second channel, playing other games and okay. stuff. But uh. Yeah, no, lots of lots of traveling. And how, then, how many countries did you end up hitting up purely for Pokemon Go? Can you even remember? I can't honestly. It's got to be at <laughs> oh least. It's got to be at least six, I reckon. Okay. Because okay. yeah, America, Canada, Japan. I mean, do we count Australia? Not really. I'm already there. <laughs> Germany, UK, and then there was some. I think Dubai as well. What yeah. do you think of the UK? Yeah, I actually really like the UK. Right. Yeah, that's that's a hot take. Yeah, no, is that my trash take? That, 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 that is a hot take. Hey, hot take. I like the people there. The what weather. are you talking about? Okay, you. If we're talking. People ranking, I would say, and I think it's because people rank. Let's rank, rank, let's, let's let's rank, rank people. people. Okay, that's fine. People that's why I go there. Right? Let's do this. So, let's do this. People um, see this. So, I feel like because like bless up the queen, like <laughs> Australia, Canada, and UK people like just gel the most. Yeah, like yeah. I get on with everybody. Like I lived in Canada for like about a year. Everyone there super friendly, yeah, super nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, UK feels like Sydney in some aspects. Yeah, it feels like, like Sydney, but worse, like more depressing. <laughs> yes, so very gray. Yes. Like, that's what I would use. Like it's, very it's Sydney if it was just perpetually shit weather. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what yes. I like about it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it humbles you. Yeah. <laughs> but like people there are great. I don't know, like, I, and I, like obviously I collaborate a lot with the Sidemen um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like they're always up to some crazy mad shit. Like they've been on a run for a long time. So yeah. it's always good hanging out with those guys. And I, like I honestly just have a lot of fun when I go to the UK, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, UK and Australia is very close culturally, I would say, especially yep. like the people. Uh, and I'm just like, every time I meet an Australian uh, and go to Australia, I was like, oh, this is what the UK could be like if we were happy. 
<laughs> you know, so I'm like, to me, like Australia, yeah, British people are like a step, like if we're tearing the tier list, the tier list, tier it's, list. It's, it's like British people step down from Australians because they're just less happy. Okay, but what's, who's S tier in this? Who's S tier? Uh, S tearing people. Yeah, yeah, I think we S tearing a nationality. Oh god, oh, god. Yeah. is that racist? <laughs> I am white, so I can only do white countries. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we're amongst the white countries, no, that's no, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like to me as as a Southeast Asian, I'm like my like I've seen so much like similarities where hang out with like Latin America people. It's mm. like, it's like, you know, Aussies, UK, New Zealand, Canada, they all gel well. I feel like Southeast Asian and Latin America people. You know, it's oh, just like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also fits like a glove as well. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what about your Japanese side? Who'd you get along the most with as a, from your, like your Japanese side? Uh, well, considering how xenophobic we are, we only really hang out with Japanese people. <laughs> It's <laughs> like everybody else is F tier. Yeah. <laughs> According to Japan. <laughs> there's only, there's like only we are S tier, everybody else F tier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you've I, actually you've actually been to Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh I lived in uh now here's the thing, I think I was talking to you last night about I say Osaka, yeah. but you say it. I thought he said Osaka. Yeah, oh. you, I, I was like, uh, I think it might have just in the accent the way I say it. And but, I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, wait, you used to be where our old studio was in yeah. Saitama, and then and the local one was like, what's Saitama? I'm yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm like, what I've is completely that? Completely misconstrued yeah. no. what you said. Yeah, no, yeah. So I was in Osaka for. It does sound like you're saying Osaka. Yeah, yeah. So what? Wait, what, so why? Why Osaka? Um, so at the time, like uh, the girl I was dating, she got a job out there and I was like, I can do this anywhere. I can make content anywhere. Mm, um, sure. And I love Japan. The few times I went for Pokemon, I was yeah. like, absolutely just loved it. So mm. I was like, yeah, I can do this. So got one of those visas that allowed me to do, like a working holiday for a year and mm. then just moved over, got an Airbnb and off we Fuck go. Hell so yeah. Set up a computer upstairs in this little concrete castle and then off we go. How was it recording uh, YouTube videos with in a presumably a small Japanese apartment with neighbors and stuff? How was that? Yeah, I didn't get any noise complaints. You didn't? I didn't. I okay, like good, to think good. it was very soundproof, like concrete. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. It's no, the, yeah. that, this is it though. You're right. Because I was very conscious of that. I did not want to be that guy coming in, just shouting, playing yeah. Fortnite at yeah, 2 a.m. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what I was doing. Um, <laughs> I had, was doing the streaming thing at the time as well. So it was kind yeah. of just get hours in. Mm -hmm. um, but nah, man, that was like, that was so much fun. And then that got cut short because of COVID. I was like, I gotta go back home. I got it. Yeah. So how long were you there for then? I was only there for, I think two and a half, three months. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You, you already I, went there long. Yeah, and I was meant to be there for a full year and right, I got right. cut short. And now I can't get that visa again. <laughs> how's, yeah. your, how's your experience in Japan? I loved it, man. It was so much fun. Like just getting to like explore different towns mm. like every weekend, like yeah. even just running around Osaka and just finding all these new different places. And I then, feel Osaka is great as well because like unlike people in Tokyo, I feel just like people in Osaka are just like very, a lot more like stranger friendly. Yeah. So, yeah. Like they're a lot more comfortable. I think like not just with foreigners, but just like with people they don't know. Yeah. And sure. uh, just like a lot more like open. Like if you go up to someone in Osaka, and just like start chatting with them more times than in Tokyo. They're just like, yeah, okay, I'll engage in this conversation, you know, fucking have, have a bit of band. Yeah, a lot less English though. And for me, yeah. didn't really still don't really speak right. Japanese. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you end up picking up any Japanese at all? Like or? just enough to get by, you know, we ran yeah, Google yeah, yeah. Translate for the most, but like, right. you know, like 
uh, you know, your Arigato, your- I love uh, hearing Australian accents. Arigato. Sayonara. Sayonara. Sumasan. That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that, yeah, that's Sumasan is the, the thing you say the most. Yes, it really is. It really is. Say for goddamn everything. Yeah. I heard you had a had a famous uh, had a favorite ramen joint as well. Okay, so we were talking about this in the break. Yeah. We got so this is the the trash take, I guess, is that Ichiran is actually good. Yeah, yeah, it's actually good. Yeah, these nah. guys are these guys no. are like, dude. People in Japan nah. love it. They like, go crazy oh, for it. No, it's like the most mid ramen. It's the most five out of ten ramen. It's dude. good. Why do you think it's so popular in Japan? It's not just tourists. It's really, really popular. Because Japan, Japanese will, because people. Japanese people will fucking form a line on any mediocrity if it's sold well enough. <laughs> wow, okay. they will. Like, it's there's good. so many. It's like, good. there's it's so good. many places where it's like, why is there a line forming in front of this thing that it, the common understanding is that it's kind of mid as hell. Like, <laughs> at, at our old office, right? We had we had a Burger King. Like right near our station, okay. there was a line forming okay, yeah, at the fucking the Burger King, King yeah. because there was a new burger that was coming out. And I'm like, what? Will Japanese people just like line up for anything that's new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing like several lines outside of McDonald's as well, several yeah. times. I, I, really I would line up for McDonald's. I was gonna say I really liked Japanese McDonald's. I, and Japanese McDonald's is good. Japanese yeah. McDonald's is good, but it's not something I'd be like. Boys, yeah, I'm not, I'm I gotta not, drop if everything. I'm like, if I'm like, yo, eight, this if I'm is Michelin star. In, I'm lining up for McDonald's. <laughs> there um, are very few things I would like line up for because I don't know, like maybe it's like when I've been getting older, but if I'm hungry, yeah. I I just want food like now. Yeah, I, I, I don't like lining up. Either. Yeah, I don't like lining yeah. up. There's like, have you seen those TikToks, whatever they're like, this is the best onigiri place in Japan. And it's like a two hour line for yeah. a fucking onigiri. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Japan- is What is an onigiri? Oh, it's just the rice bowl. Rice bowl. Oh, People will line up two hours what? just to get a fucking rice bowl. Yeah, like recently there's been this boom in Japan of uh, like onigiri like specific uh, like places. Yeah. And yeah. they supposedly it's like, oh, it's it's a, it's it's a different it's type of cat, rice dude. bowl. Like it's we specialize cat. in rice bowls. I'm like, how much can you change a rice <laughs> no, bowl? It's you full know? cat. There's yeah. no yeah. way it's good. Uh, but like, that's the thing is like, I feel Japan is, is this, has this common idea where it's like, they see a line or they see a crowd and the first instinct is, oh, I should probably join in on it because it's yeah. probably something that A, I don't want to miss out on or B, is something really good because it's like, it must be good if there's a line in front of it. Yeah. But then yeah. there's this kind of self-fulfilling prophecy of like, well, even the people are just lining up because the line is there. Like they're not actually thinking about, well, is it actually good? Or <clears throat> if yeah. is the product even worth lining up for? And I feel Ichiran is a big culprit in that because Ichiran and a lot of these like big chains do this thing where they just like make the outside look flashy as fuck yeah. to be like hey we have great ramen just you know blasting it out into the stratosphere and the Japanese people look at it and be like well that looks kind of sick well, I, I, start I lining up and then the line forms I think one of the things that Ichiran has done if you I mean you can google pictures of it um, yeah. you know ramen places are traditionally very like dingy, hmm. very yeah. kind of like, it, it, they're it old, definitely they're looks, musky, yeah. Yeah. it's due to smell of smoke. You know, it's not mm. like the, you know, and, and when you walk in and you look white as fuck, <laughs> it, it's just like, they're like, they all just like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The, the, there's a few things that Ichiran does well, especially if you're a tourist, which is why I think it's so popular. It's one, uh, like you can, it's it's so easy to order. There's mm. no kind of like barrier to be like, oh, I'm going but to that's this- that's also like made for Japanese people. They don't want to talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, most ramen places, they just have, you know, a little vending tickets, machine yeah, where yeah. you can get tickets yeah. and then you just give it to the dude, you're right? But even, even, even like- 
Yeah, yeah. even like trying to, I guess, trying to figure out the ticket machine is kind of like daunting if mm. you've never been to Japan before yeah. or you don't know how it works. The, so. the one, I feel the one thing that Ichiran did really, really well was that like they're the one of the best when it comes to like customizing yeah. Yeah. your yeah. ramen. That's it. I, I always right. want to add like 10 more cloves of garlic and Ichiran, you can just add a fuck ton of garlic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah like bad. they give you that option. So that's like the big selling point of ramen. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, just because the options for customizability is there doesn't mean it's good. I yeah. love it. I think it tastes fucking bomb. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to hit it like at least once a week when I was in Japan. Oh, uh, I'm not saying, I remember like I yeah. would finish a streak because 24 hours as well, at least one mine was 24 hours. Yeah. I don't know if yours yeah. are. Um, but it was like hit like a four or five hour stream. It was like, and it was winter too when I was there like early in the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. ramen in winter is oh, so- 100%. And I was like, <laughs> just, just banged like a five hour stream it's 2 a.m. I'm going out to Ichiran. And You're I get right. on my bike, bike down to Ichiran. And I think it was in a bit of a interesting place because there's a lot of guys in suits. Oh, it's in Shinjuku, right? It's pretty- no, in Osaka. But it was like, I should probably not be here. I, I don't know. I, I was like, <laughs> it was a bit sussy. Like, because it was in this yeah, yeah. district where I think also like the strip clubs were as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and it yeah, was yeah. like just a lot of guys in suits, like on the, what are they? They were like in on the corner of the intersection. They're like the touts. They're like, they're trying to get you into places. And yeah, but the, it was just weird. Well, also, like, I think I know the area you're talking about and it, I guarantee the majority of those dudes in suits were probably Yakuza members. <laughs> hey, there we go. Yeah. And I'm just walking through white guy on a bike, 2 a.m. going to get some Ichiran. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking maybe it might be something going on here, yeah. but like, you know, I just- so, but goddamn, I want those 10 extra clovers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want go, that extra garlic. Go straight to Ichiran, get a great bowl, go home, bike home. Okay, granted, Cheap. I'm not saying Ichiran is bad. Oh, it's, it, now, but it's no, yeah, no, 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 I'm, it's I'm, not bad, I'm but it's, it's five out of ten. It's I'm the so, most mid ramen. You I mean, have. like the, my, my equivalent of I guess going to Japan and going to like Ichiran mm. for me would be like going to America and going to McDonald's. You know, it's kind of like no, you go to no, a country not, where there's no. so much great choice of fucking burgers I, and fast food and you choose McDonald's. So so in Japan, there's this kind of anomaly where like reviews of places are pretty consistently around the same score, but for ramen, they're always lower, like Ooh. consistently. Mm. You're, like a four star ramen place is quite uncommon on Google maps, but they'll always be four star like other restaurants. Right. And so, and I realized I'm like, yeah, because a lot of ramen places in Japan just fucking suck. Like sometimes they'll give you the chashu, the pork. Yeah. And it's just the worst piece of meat I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It's like gross, it's fatty, it doesn't taste of anything. And I'm like, dude, Ichiran never fucks this up. Yeah, because they've been around for yeah, so long yeah, yeah. that they've like able to engineer it perfectly. This is right? how chains come around. I'm yeah, realizing. but like yeah, ramen, yeah. ramen shops in Japan are like some of the fastest. Some of them moving. are good. Some of them are good. I like some the of them fatty are chashu, yeah. though. Hmm? I like the ones where yeah, they're like really some fatty. of them. Some of them, man. I don't know what they've done to that pork. It's like they abused it before they killed yeah. it. <laughs> the ramen so shops bad. in general in Japan are like the the most competitive scene. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Japan. Yeah. Like yeah. a ramen yeah. shop could be there, and then like a month later, it'd be gone. Well, it's because the margins are so low. Like you're selling a bowl of ramen for like. You know, you can't sell a bowl of ramen for more than 1,200, 1,300, uh, 1,300 yen. Yeah. Because no one does that. No, so that's, yeah. that doesn't give you a lot of time to make money. All right, important question though. What's yeah. what's the best kombini? What is your convenience store of choice? Uh, okay, I started with 7-Eleven, but I think I got converted to Lawson's. Yes, yes. Yeah. okay, yeah. okay. I feel okay. like all that's the normies, choice. they start 7-Eleven <laughs> yes. and it's like, okay, yeah, the fried chicken's good. Like, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was right next to the 7-Eleven as well. Like right. I had walk out my door, two minute walk, 
7-Eleven. Yeah. yeah. So like I definitely still go there for like the easy ones, but if I could make it to Lawson's, it's an extra like oh, five yeah, minute yeah. walk. I always walk the yeah. extra distance or drive the extra mile for the yeah. Lawson's because it's just so much better. Yeah. yeah. The coffee's decent. The the food they have. The sandwiches the, as dude, well. The, those hot bento things with the, oh, the katsu those. things they have. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. good. It's They don't mess. Lawson's really up the game. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're, they're snacks. Um, they're like own brand snacks. Like the yeah. Oh, they're, they're so much better. They're so good. Lawson branded stuff. Yeah. They're yeah. so good. It's really good. Yeah, the thing I noticed is that 7 Eleven has like one or two like good food pieces, I think. Yeah. And just that's it. Yeah. And everything else is just overshadowed. And family Mart is sadness. <laughs> All my homies hate Family Mart. <laughs> And they're oh, everywhere in Tokyo. Only, only they, the real ones. They run I Tokyo I as well. I went to a family mart. I, Good. I, just in my area, there was, was none. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so weird. It, it, it pains me whenever someone goes to uh, Japan and they, mm. they were like, I got some family mart chicken and I fucking loved it. Family mart chicken's dog shit, dude. Oh, no. It's dog shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling you out, Chris. <laughs> I, I no, Chris just converted to Lawson's. Has he? Okay, yeah, okay. That's, a, that's how you know. It only took him 10 years. He was telling me that apparently like 10 years ago like lawson's just wasn't that good and it was pretty bad and mm. then they had like a massive re revamp like five six years ago yeah right. kind of just were like we're redoing everything yo season two lawson yeah they just like they just like up the game and then like now like they collaborate with like muji which is a japanese kind of like kind of mm. ikea but more minimalist and, yeah and, like, yeah they, they just have all of like their really nice stuff in their stores like it's really nice like lawson's muji great. food also slaps Dude, yeah everything they have there is so good yeah yeah yeah. What what else did you enjoy about Japan when you were living there? Oh jeez. I mean, I mean, we did a stint in Kyoto for like a couple of weeks. Oh, no, actually, nice. not a week, but that was like beautiful. Um, was there um, a lot of tourists back back when you were living there? Uh, I did not see many in Osaka. I did not see many oh, at all. Wow. Oh, wow. Like there no. Was, I went the other week and there was so goddamn. Well, many. I've heard now, like post COVID, all of Japan is just yeah 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 like, yeah it's fucked oh, right, crazy yeah. right now um which makes sense like couldn't go for so long and everybody i felt like had this kind of like i want to travel and i think japan is it for everyone yeah like, yeah yeah myself included what, what was yeah. your biggest uh culture shock when you got there like what was the one thing where you're like whoa japan is epic oh that's a good question it was the vending machines honestly it was just how good the trains were <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god our public transport is dog oh my god shit. yeah compared to compared here to, yeah no nah, like they they so efficient man. yeah and i think i remember once i was in there in the morning like 6 a.m and it was like everybody going to work and it was like a stampede of like workers. Oh, yeah. Suits. yeah. It oh, was yeah. actually like dystopian. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like in unison, they were walking almost like, like an army, like just yeah. into yeah. these train stations. Like yeah. that was crazy. Um, that was like, that, cause that was my first, you know, kind of experience with mm. the trains and yeah. then like figuring out how it works. And once you work it out, you're like, wow, this is so efficient and so mm. great. Like, you're like color go here. Yeah, literally. This yeah. color, yeah. Nah. It, it, it makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm curious because you know you mentioned that your trip got cut short, uh, and obviously you were only there for two and a half months. Mm. But you must have moved there maybe when COVID murmurs were kind of already beginning. Yeah. So what was that kind of like that two months of like you monitoring? You lived it? there the same time that we moved there actually. Yeah, we, that's we moved there like three months before COVID hit. Actually, no, we moved we moved in October. And then COVID lockdown officially kind of started late March. April. Yeah, I think. March, yeah. March, April. -ish. I think I left February, late February. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it must have been roughly the same time. Yeah, roughly yeah. the same time. We, I, I traveled to America in February of COVID. And that was when they started asking, like, it wasn't it wasn't everywhere yet. There was a few cases dotted around, but they were like, oh, have you been to China in the past 14 days? <clears throat> yeah. You're like, no, no, why? And they were like, no reason. 
<laughs> yeah no like i was definitely like every day like i think everybody was right like especially like being in asia when it you know originated in china it was like yeah. kind of like you know my family were like well, and i i don't know I mean, if it's, people, people didn't know anything yeah know? we yeah. didn't know all the dark. everything and you're yeah. seeing all these articles and it's like well i don't know to believe this guy that guy is a count on a sheet somewhere going up every day like what's the count today yeah i, I don't know i was just kind of like i felt like i could have got stuck there forever and maybe like i think for you guys it sounded like it was all right if you'd have if you'd have stayed you probably would have been stuck there for the yeah 100 percent. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a full year and like i didn't know if i was keen to do that um because like i liked where i lived but like i lost all the luxuries so oh, different yeah no there's like because it was winter and i was in this like i'm not kidding concrete castle so right. like it was cold <coughs> as shit. So like- Did it have AC or heating? It had heating, but then you get like super dry. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I tried yeah, not yeah. to use it. Mm. And I tried to have all these like, uh, I'd use it in combination with like an air uh, or- yeah, um, humidifier. Yeah, humidifier. Yeah, I thought humidifiers were stupid until I moved to Japan. Yeah, literally oh. same. Okay, Never had one before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I missed my space. Cause yeah, you, you don't get- you don't, you don't get the space in Japan. And I was pretty central to Osaka as well. Right. So like I was really not getting a lot of space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, I don't know if I could do this for, <laughs> yeah, right, for right. eight, 10 months. Plus yeah. like, yeah, it's, I wasn't trying to be in a pandemic in a country where I don't speak the language. Like, yeah, right. that makes exactly. sense. Yeah. yeah. How did you find like the uh, nightlife there? Because Osaka has a pretty like, good nightlife scene yeah no uh we went out pretty like uh, no, not too often but like we definitely had like good connections so like where my uh girlfriend was working at the time she had like connections with uh the, the some of the nightclubs running there and so we'd go out and i actually became really good friends with one of the promoters at, at a couple of clubs he'd oh, wow. show us all these different clubs and no nah, it was a good time it was a really good time i'm gonna hit him up when i go back for yeah. sure oh, yeah. yeah no um yeah shout out my boy mike um <laughs> but yeah no I, I don't know do you what did you guys like experience going out like i know I've heard a couple bits of you talking about like getting rejected at certain places and stuff. Some, some, some places don't want you. Yeah. Then, yeah. Nothing like insane. Mm. Um, I mean, we normally just go to bars. I don't yeah. Think we're, yeah. We're not, we're not like, big into clubs. <clears throat> no. Initially, we when we moved there, we tried to go to like the local uh, izakayas and stuff like that. Mm. And then eventually we were just like, I think I think I just like bars now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely in that bar scene now. Like I, just if, Even, I if I have to yeah. shout, to talk to you it's I, not fun I, for I anyone don't, don't no. yeah no yeah I, it just like every time i sh have to shout out sumimasen like i feel like as a brit part of my lifespan just like decreases because <laughs> you know? i know i have to do it but every it, i haven't gotten used to it yet yeah so did you get to try a lot of like new japanese foods like that like okay so there's like the normal like mainstream kind of like ramen sushi did you manage to try like any other like cuisines that aren't as like popular so i tried one of those like expensive kobe beef experiences <laughs> oh, oh yeah of course all right now where do they say so they overrated or underrated where are we doing okay this? is kobe beef overrated <laughs> yes 100%. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i can tell you that <laughs> I, yeah. I think it is yeah. Yeah. i think it's, it is it's great but it's like it's kind of a one-off thing. So it's super fatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really rich and really heavy. It's like so, a once or twice a year thing. You know? like, yeah. yeah, I still prefer a, a normal steak. Like a yeah. great yeah. normal mm. steak for me is still better than great Wagyu beef. Cause yeah, like yeah. Wagyu beef is 
I mean, it doesn't even taste the same as steak. It's no, just, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, no. It's fat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. fat with a bit of meat in it. But like <laughs> yeah. I had one of those ones where it's like you sit down and they've got the, oh, the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. do that with the Kobe and it was like, okay, this is kind of a vibe. Yeah, I, yeah. I did that in Kobe re recently and it was, I mean, it was pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah. you guys would have done a few, like surely because you guys do like the Japanese travel video like yeah, type yeah. things. Like surely you've done a few stints of like Yeah, I mean, not, e not even just filming it just you know trying out the experience because of yeah. course you you have to you know um and i remember when i did it i was they, they had like the option of just like you know the amount of beef that but you could order an extra large portion as well and i'm yeah. like I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm getting like the top tier beef man i gotta get the extra large portion <laughs> oh, yeah, you and uh and I, I remember having like half of it and that half was like the perfect amount that was like every bite was like godly you had yeah. see the fat um and then we got to the extra portion and it just it was just too much man yeah like it, it started mm. going from tasting like godly to like this is i actually feel sick now yeah i yeah. had i made that mistake when the first time i had the uh olive wagyu oh, oh. that's crazy it's yeah. more white than pink yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like that. the first like two or three bites i was just like oh my god i'm about to nut and then <laughs> and then the second half i'm just like i'm just like drinking olive oil at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's, it's just like i could feel my like pores just clogging up <laughs> this is why i like teppanyaki like a traditional teppanyaki is the best way to do it because you'll yeah. have like a full course meal of like uh other stuff like veg fish yeah yeah all done on this mm. thing and then you'll have one course of like all right we'll give you a little bit of like maybe fatty beef or whatever yeah. like i understand so why the portions are so small now because yeah. like, oh that is the optimal amount yeah. yeah the only problem is that it's like fucking two to three hundred dollars also yeah, yeah it is it's cost. so expensive but if if you you know have a little bit of money definitely recommend doing it yeah yeah no, um, it was, a, it was definitely a, worth. What, what, what did you think of it? No, I, it was it was awesome. But my question to you guys: Have you guys done the 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 pufferfish? Uh, what's it called? Fugu. Fugu. Oh, that's that, it. Yeah, yeah, that that's, is that, that's overrated. <laughs> okay, no, but what, like, what's about? I've heard that you get, like a little sensation in your mouth. Like, oh, obviously you can die. This is pretty right, fucking but bland it, when I had it. Yeah, I felt like it, it tastes like nothing. It just yeah. it, the problem is is that like because one, there's no flavor, and two, like unlike a lot of other sushi where you know it it's you can like chew it through it and it's fine for some reason pufferfish is like it's really incredibly chewy so they have to cut this thing like paper thin yeah right because any thicker and you'll just be it's like chewing mm. gum yeah, yeah. wow that's not what you want no that's and not it's like it's, it's like prohibitively it. expensive there's like a one in like ten thousand chance you can die from eating yeah. it as well and i'm just like is it worth it sounds yeah. like no. yeah, that just sounds awful. it's all just yeah. for the prestige. It, 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 you have to admire humans for just hearing it's poisonous yeah. and just being like we can find a way. <laughs> yeah. We we got it. Yeah. 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 Why did we even get yeah. here? Like, because like, surely people had to die multiple times before yeah. they were like, we, let's, come on. Well, we, there like must be something right? in here. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, we could just stick to, no, we're, yeah. we're, we're doing this. Yeah. yeah. We've if decided. I, if I had to pick the most overrated Japanese food, it, it, it would actually be puffer fish. Yeah. Because it tastes like shit. So it, it's the only taste you get is the taste of like the soy sauce mm. um and you basically just eat it for the danger you uh, know is, maybe Real a seeking, maybe yeah. a controversial opinion here i think ramen in japan is it's good but i also think it's pretty good outside of japan now like i don't think it's necessarily much better in japan compared to like some nice places you getting some had. good ramen in wales not wales yeah i, say, like, wales. I like, think i think if you pay enough money yeah like the more like i guess like not luxury but like yeah. expensive ramen places outside of japan 
I think have gotten to the point where it's pretty difficult to differentiate between like one made in Japan, one made outside of Japan. But the advantage that Japanese ramen has is that is the price factor. Yeah, right? yeah because it's yeah, like sure, if you sure. buy like a ten dollar ramen in Japan, nine times out of ten, it's pretty fucking good. Right. But if you buy a ten dollar ramen outside of Japan, no, that was one like time bucks, out of yeah. ten. It's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. yeah. There's yeah, like yeah. a bunch. Like when I was in uh, Vancouver, they have so many actual just Japanese like. Uh, version like the sorry like a Japanese like uh, Vancouver counterpart to a Japanese restaurant that, ex- that exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had like Hokkaido ramen in Vancouver that tasted just like it would in Japan. Well, I think it and definitely it helps as well that like yeah, Vancouver yeah. has such a high like Asian population. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. I, I think well, that's the demand. Is I think yeah. that's less to do with Japan and more to do with just Vancouver being like uh, having an amazing yeah, food culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that the point I was kind of trying to get at is that like, I don't think if you're coming to Japan, you only got like a week. I don't think you need to get ramen. Mm. I think there's a lot of other stuff that you just cannot get outside of Japan. Yes. Like unagi. I've never yeah. seen outside of Japan. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's uh, eel. Oh uh, yeah. Eel. I had a, yeah, it's no. like smoked and then grilled and then coated with this really nice like sauce. Yeah. Like, like uh, kind of like barbecue kind of sauce. Yeah. I had it and I was freaking out. I was like, fuck man, I don't want to eat eel. No, but, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel outside of Japan, eel just has this like weird thing. Yeah, I would, like, yeah. I'm not yeah. fucking eating an eel. Yeah. 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 Dead set though. Yeah. I would not eat. I think Japan eats like half of the world's eels or something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might've been, I made that the fuck out. Okay, it's yeah. I'd say it's definitely the highest. It's, it's, yeah. some, it's like an insane amount that Japan eats like a, a good chunk of the world's percentage of eels. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. a, like, it's like almost impressive. It's because it's the because, only country that's actually well. managed to make it good. Yeah, <laughs> and they're 100% of the food. So yeah. The British tried it and we were just like, let's just put in fucking jelly in it. Yeah. 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 That's, just, that's so disgusting. I still want to try that. Oh, oh no, no, you don't. I just want to see no, how bad it is. It comes to fucking pie. <laughs> they just put your pie on the side. Like it can't be good if yeah. it comes with a pie on the side. If, if I'd say one Japanese food that I think you shouldn't need to try if you come to Japan, uh, Japanese curry. Oh, I, yeah, I've had so many outside of Japan. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Japanese curry tastes like the same everywhere. I think so. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's pretty easy to replicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. Like it's it's one that is of like, it's a nice comfort food. There is a place, there is a place where I'm like, fuck yes. Give me some Japanese yeah, curry, but sure. holy shit! If I, if I've said I've I've said some outrageous things about things tasting the same over my years in trash taste, but I do genuinely think that Japanese curry does taste the same no matter where you are in the world. Because yeah, it's mm. so easy, right? Yeah, like it's it's the simplest one to make. Like it's like just you know, just straight up, just the most standardized curry that you can get out of all the different types of curry yeah, and you it's can like buy those home 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 blocks where you just snap a block yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And yeah. You have curry and yeah, like yeah. you know kokoichi as well especially is like <coughs> almost everywhere now at this point and it really does just like taste the same everywhere yeah their, their cauliflower rice is pretty good though. cauliflower rice is they, they, they do like if you don't want the carbs you can just get shredded cauliflower as rice it's pretty good yeah 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 okay. don't feel as guilty yeah ha- Dep- ha- mm. no oh, sorry, girl. i was gonna say have you guys seen the um i saw it on tiktok the other week it was like these frozen ramen packs you can get and apparently it's meant to be like restaurant quality. No. And like, th- that's what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> if you go to Lawson's or anything yeah. and you have ramen, it's frozen. Yeah. And so that when you when you put it in the microwave for like five minutes, yeah. it, it, when you're heating up the oil again, it, it like dissolves and then boils again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it is decent. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's better than cup ramen, but it's nowhere near. I honestly like, kind of prefer cup ramen to those ramen. Yeah, really? I I've do, never yeah. tried them. I was wondering if you guys have, but yeah, you have. I yeah. used to live off them for like two weeks when I moved yeah. to Japan. Yeah, I kind of like- That's, that's a weeb diet, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, like, it's funny because I kind of like got off ramen after I moved to Japan. It was super <clears> bad for you. Yeah. 
yes. It's it horrible for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much Because I'd, I'd realize after every time I'd have like a big ramen, it would just like kind of like knock me out for a few hours. Because yeah. it's, it's not one of those meals where you can just have a nice ramen. It's, it's one of, uh, and just like move on. It's just like, after you have a ramen, you, you need just you need to yeah. sit down for a second. You feel and just, bloated. I yes, just digest. So yeah. You know, you know. Yeah. So I, I actually like have not had much ramen since I've moved to Japan. Mm. I've actually like sushi. I, I have sushi quite a lot. Though. Yeah. Sushi mm. has not gone down. Oh yeah, of course. What would you guys think is like traditional for like Australian? Like what's 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 the Australian cuisine <sighs> soul food kind of here? Uh, Chicken palm, maybe. Yeah, uh, chicken palmy. Palm. I was, I was gonna ask, how the, how the hell did chicken palmy like become a staple of Australian cuisine? I think it's just it's really hard to hate chicken cheese and marinara. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that classic like pub feed and like that's yeah culture. I like if you laugh at beans and toast about us and you have just fucking chicken with cheese and <laughs> yeah, marinara. like that's like. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of Aussies who eat you know like beans and and, and toast. Do you? Yeah, I yeah. used to have that for breakfast. Yeah, it's, it's a oh, staple like breakfast food here. Yeah, as beans well. on toast okay, goes okay, hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you like egg or cheese on it too. Okay, now you're getting Ooh. fancy. That's, that's, <laughs> that's way too fancy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Australian. The, the thing with Australian cuisine is that it's like it's three ingredients max. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, we we could have you know like we could get really fancy with avo on toast, but why not just have avo and toast and that's it maybe a little cracked salt and pepper maybe yeah maybe if you're yeah, feeling fancy you know yeah, you're getting crazy <laughs> and that's like getting british crazy. cooking you're like, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i guess like uh like uh what's what's the fish that we have here that barramundi yeah barramundi yeah that's that's like a that's like a pretty staple like pub feed here oh yeah shit. yeah, yeah. Like, like your fish yeah. chips yeah, yeah it's pretty good yeah, it's pretty good i've not tried that yeah, yeah. barramundi yeah. like a barramundi uh like burger or like even just like you can get all sorts of like barramundi in like pubs and stuff mm. like that it's pretty fucking the good coffee culture here is my favorite yeah no coffee oh, yeah. bangs yeah. here yeah. Yeah. we make it's coffee, coffee. So especially here goes, in Melbourne. Especially it goes so hard. Yeah. it goes yeah. so hard here i remember the first time going to america getting coffee and be like what the fuck is this <laughs> like i met like starbucks is this massive conglomerate company i'm just like they're just serving the worst coffee oh, ever. Dude, like, you don't want to you don't want to have coffee in japan yeah. I actually, wait i thought it was right i think starbucks in japan was actually all right yeah which is like yeah anywhere outside of starbucks it's shit well no there's there's some like because what is it coffee's on the way Right, so coffee's yeah. on wave like the wave three, which is like the season min- three. <laughs> well, it's like it's like yeah, it's like it's like the minimalist coffee, right? Yeah. So you go in, it's all concrete, wood, and then uh, those kind of places are normally pretty decent because they're they're all espresso based. And they're, I feel right. it's a gamble though, because like I've been to some like really fancy yeah. looking coffee shops some in Tokyo are, where really it's like gamble. the outside looks pristine, like. You, you'd think it's been there for like hundreds of years and it's just like the guy's just like professional about it all. Mm. And then you pay fucking, you know, 15 bucks for a cup of coffee. And I'm like, this is just dirt water. Like, I, I, I got really annoyed one time because I went to one that was kind of like similar. Yeah. And it was like, a again, it was all minimalist concrete. And they had, he had an espresso machine there. And I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And so I asked for a coffee and I'm like, can I have a, can I have a coffee? And so <laughs> he just whips out like a pour over kit and starts pouring <laughs> over it. I'm like, dude, right behind me, right behind me. That, that machine- That's just for looks. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, dude, I, I thought it was gonna be espresso. I wanted espresso. <laughs> Such a thir- first world problem. Yeah. Such a first world problem, but I was just like so sad. I was like, no. Were you, did you ever, uh, one one like very common thing with uh, anyone who like goes to Japan for the first time and lives there for a period is mm. uh, the vending machine coffees. Were, were you ever on that or? 
We dabbled in the boss a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we dabbled. We dabbled. The boss, the boss knows. Yeah, yeah boss, a boss man knows, boss, man. Yeah. The boss don't miss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was the one I really liked? The one that had like the the milk in it. Um, Rainbow one? It would not, oh, that one was good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was like, uh, it looked it was like creamy caramelly color on the it's, outside. It's crazy how many variations there yeah. are of canned yeah. coffee. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them are very, very sweet. Oh, but like, very. again, I was in the winter as well and it was like oh, the hot. hot. Oh, yeah. They're, they're oh, hot yeah, coming yeah. out hot. So it's like, <laughs> hit diffy. Like, yeah. I, I do like the the stabbing ones from the kombini, you know, where you, the cartons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah the yeah. Non, non-sweetened ones. Or yeah. they just call it espresso, even though it has milk. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, those are good. Sometimes in the winter, I would not even like, drink the coffee, I would just go to a vending machine and yeah. just buy the whole coffee and uh, and just use it as a hand warmer. Yeah. 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 I remember when we went camping once, uh, we went camping like in like near Mount Fuji. Uh, I was fucking freezing at night. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we didn't have any hand warmer. So what I did is just, uh, I went to the vending machine, fucking brought like six coffees and just like dipped my coat in like all like, like dipped, uh, put all the coffees like in my coat and just slept with like Jeez. a blanket of like boss coffee. Shout out the boss. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to boss, man. man. The boss coffee. Yo, made, made sure I didn't freeze at night. Yo, <laughs> uh, you, you got it all, man. You got it all. So what do you, uh, what do you think is like, what, what do you think is the future like in the next like two, three years for yourself? Ooh. Ooh. That was crazy. That was a good transition. Yeah, yeah. I went from like, what's your coffee to what, what, what are you doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Where Where are you what's the five year plan? So what's I reckon man? here's the plan, right? All okay, right. I, got, I got like the next six months. That's the best I can give you. Okay, yeah. Cause yeah, I never was thinking six months ahead at a time. Um, six months. So next couple months, do some traveling, enjoy life. Vacation yeah, uh, come to Japan as hell well. Yeah, yep, yep. Hell yeah, yeah. Ju- late July, August. So this is a little after that, but yeah, we'll keep we'll keep it going. Um, yeah, just gonna see a lot of my friends overseas. They got a couple of bucks, stags and weddings going on. So just gonna enjoy that. Come back, studios ready, grind. Like I'm gonna hit. So I've hit like a couple hard grinds in my mm-hmm. career. So like starting off in Minecraft, like grind, grind, grind. <laughs> grind. <laughs> biggest grind going. Um, you know how they have that thing where it's like, you know, you can pick work, friends, and then like family or something. And yeah. it's like pick two, I think. Isn't it rest? It's like work, family, and rest. I think that one's the one too. Or is it that one? Fuck, I don't know. Anyway, well, I, the thing was I picked work and then I picked work again. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, that's just YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it, right? But that was like, yeah, first four years was biggest grind ever. Took a little bit of a break. Yeah. Pokemon Go came out, big grind. Fortnite mm. came out, massive like four year long grind. Yeah. yeah. I've tapered off last year. Um, and I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna hit one last grind. The last grind. The last grind, season four season finale. Season four grind. Eight, what did Attack on Titan do? Like the part two of the yeah. season four. Yeah. Ending, like, I don't know how they're- The grind. The last grind that lasts like 10 years or something, yeah. you know? It's like, okay, this is the last yeah. grind, Bro, season the six. final grind part one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tune in, tune in, all right? The final, final boss. Uh, have, in your career, have, have you had a point where you're like, this is the last year, this is the last grind and I'm gonna- chill Well, I think even this is like, kind of very bold as fuck to say this is the last grind at the age of 28. <laughs> you're um, going to grind again. Yeah, 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 yeah I might grind again. We might. Grind. Yeah, hey, yeah. Are they doing like recent? But it sounds cool to say the last grind. Yeah, yeah. it does sound cooler. Uh, but I think that's like the last grind before like you start looking at like the more serious like what, type. What, what's the next 10 years looking like? Well, right? like, you know, you got to have like 
Oh, I don't mean, you don't have to, right? But like in my head, I would like to, you know, one day have, a, you know, a wife and kids. And, yeah. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. think you can do that with that level of grind. So oh, I think no, this is no. the season finale of grind before the serious era. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, mm. So, yeah. yeah. But I, I feel like there's a fat, like, you know, as, as, as a married man here, guys, yeah, <laughs> I guess, I guess, it's been zero days. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you're married, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm married. Do you have but, kids though? No, I don't. Yes, I feel like that's the big, okay, that, yeah. that is, yeah, the big yeah thing. I feel like that's the big Cause one. Because right now, I guess both me and my wife are grinding. Yeah, love that. That's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I feel like the big turning point is when kids come, mm. and but, but like, I feel. You know, even though you have kids, even though you get married or something, I, I feel like there's a fallacy to be like, I have to like give up this part of my life, uh, you yeah. know, because I feel like there is like, you know, there's been YouTubers who have had kids and built families and not made content around it. Like, you know, like mm. a, like a toxic kind of way, you know? Mm. Um, so I feel like there is a way to adjust your lifestyle to, I guess, grow up a bit. No, definitely. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like this level of grind, it doesn't- Oh no, like the day, the daily uploads, the fucking working every day, <laughs> 16 hours, that's that's gonna stop. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 100%. So yeah. yeah, definitely looking to to not do that again. And even then, like with this one, I'm coming back on, it's like, I'm definitely looking to outsource a lot more of team and like trying to build, spending these, this two months to build that team. Yeah, how many people are you working with right now? I so I think team. between myself and power um, and contractors, including like players, I'd say, I think we're at like 30. Gotta make some Fortnite videos. Yeah. Yeah. But that way, but this is the thing with the orgs, right? Like there's just so many people that yeah. Like, yeah. that's where it comes out of. And I'm like, <laughs> we're, I, I think we're doing well. Like outside of myself, we're not profitable yet, but we're like very close. When, when, that's, well, that's when do you think you'll I mean, get yeah. probably not bleeding money is. Yeah, yes. no, I'm not. I hate losing money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Losing. me too. Me too. Yeah. How long do you think you'll need before you get profitable? In terms I of reckon like if e-sports? I'm not profitable next year, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Like we're close. Like I think like our investment in this studio office mm-hmm. is the. I think if we didn't do that, I think we actually would be profitable. Okay. So oh, it's like okay. a reinvestment. Okay. Kind of okay. Thing. So we're like we're like we're we're, we're close. Okay. Hi. Right. Yeah. Good awesome. No. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. And yeah. For no. Telling us all about it. And, uh, yeah. yeah. No, educating absolutely. us a bit on the Fortnite and it's uh, go. it's not that overrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit. It's not. Nice. No, but uh, right, yeah, really. if you'd like to check out Lachlan's stuff, then uh, obviously I left it in the description below. So make sure to check it out. Hey, look yeah. at all these patrons though. Look at all. Yeah. Look at you them. You see all, all these patrons on screen right now? There's oh, so many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, who's who? Who do you think is a Fortnite player out of these guys? Uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck, how do you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck, where are they? Is there but, anything we want to shout out yourself? Uh, no, but I mean, uh, hey, if you guys could, could get behind power whenever you see us playing oh, yeah, any dude. games, we very oh, much yeah. appreciate it. We are the underdogs. Three uh, new fans yeah. today. Three new fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, appreciate it, boys. No, appreciate get a bit it. of Aussie pride in there, man. That's oh, yeah, it, dude. that's fuck it. Yeah. And yeah. even if you're not Aussie and you just want to support the Aussie boys, get behind us on the next LAN. And uh, yeah. yeah, make sure to stay tuned for the final season. All right. <laughs> the yeah. final grind. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, hey, if you like to support the show, then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash trash taste. Also follow us on Twitter, send us your memes on the subreddit. And if you hate our face, listen to us on Spotify. And uh, yeah. yeah, thanks so much, Lachlan. <laughs> no worries, boys. Thank you very right. much, man. See you guys right. next week. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.